Well, welcome into Monmouth Roosevelt Titan Football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. It's the Monmouth Roosevelt Titans and the Kiwani Boilermakers live from Kiwani High School. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Jeff Ewing. We'll be your broadcast team again this season for Monmouth Roosevelt Titan Football. Doesn't seem like it was that long ago we were bringing you high school football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. I guess I should have specified this is the 2021 fall sports season. We had the 2021 spring season not too long ago. I'm alongside again Jeff Ewing. Mr. Ewing, how you doing, man? Good, Sean. Thanks for letting me ride your coattails once again. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, spring season did not go well for Bama Throwsville. 0-5. Went through some growing pains. A very young ball club last spring. Um, a lot of guys got a lot of uh, experience in some key spots. I like it. I like who we're bringing back, Sean. We're bringing back Charlie Fletcher as a senior, Derek Chandler, Logan Bratcher, David Ramirez. we got Andrew Gunn, Aiden Davis, Ben Anderson, Cody Wilcox, and Tri- uh, Christian Tepezacuapa. I like it. That's a good set of seniors. That's just seniors. And you're going to hear uh, Coach Adolson during my pregame interview talk about these seniors and, and how, how few of seniors we had in the spring, almost double the amount of seniors. And we, we also talk about how important it is in the sport of football, probably more important than any other sport in high school, to have a good set of seniors than probably football. Absolutely. And, and a lot of those kids are linemen, too. It's a, it's a good mix of linemen and skill position. I'm excited. Kiwani Boilermakers were 2-2 two and two in the spring. They're coming off a playoff run back in 2019. They actually won their first-round game in 2019. Got to the second round of the playoffs. little success there in the second season for Brad Swanson, who came in from Galesburg High School, as an assistant on the Galesburg High School staff, and was the head softball coach at Galesburg High School. Has taken over this Kiwani Boilermaker program, and uh, again, taken them to a playoff berth and a 500 record in the spring. Let's talk about this year's Titan team. It's the second year for uh, junior quarterback Silas Braun. I was impressed with his sophomore year. We'll call it half a year, I guess, five games in the spring. He seemed to get better every single game, and that was before he had a summer to even work on it because of uh, the COVID situation. He's had a summer to work on it. I'm looking forward to seeing what Silas is going to bring. I am too, Sean. And just like you said, you saw him mature in a five-season, uh, a five-game season. Uh, his maturity level was, was was fantastic, and it's just great to see him. He felt more, con- he looks more comfortable back in the pocket. Um, we're going to see big things out of him. Uh, as far as the rushing game goes, pretty much non-existent in the spring. It really was. Uh, the second leading rusher is back in Derek Chandler, 134 yards on 30 carries. Uh, Silas Brown, the quarterback, was the second leading rusher. Just not much of a running game back in the spring. Had had a a terrible time scoring inside the 10-yard line almost the entire five games in the spring. Coach Adolson says he likes the progression that they've had since the running game will be totally different, he said, than what we saw in the spring. Sure, I'm no prophet, but we're going to be seeing the name Derek Chandler an awful lot this season. Derek has really worked his tail off, and he's, he's dedicated, he's committed, and he's hungry. He's hungry is the best way to describe that kid. As I, as I talk to him throughout the day, you know, I see him in the halls and stuff. He's hungry. As far as the receiving core goes for Monmouth Roseville, uh, their top receiver, Carter Russell, has moved on to Monmouth College. He's going to be placed in football for the Fighting Scots this fall, which that starts next week here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. But they do have Charlie Fletcher back. He had 20 catches in those five games uh, in the spring, and I've heard he's looked really good here in the first couple weeks of practice as well. Absolutely. You, you know, you've got Charlie out there. You've got Ashton out there. Um, Derek, like I said, C.J. Johnson is going to be – a quiet uh, kid that's going to do some stuff for us, and Logan Bratcher, of course. But, yeah, Charlie, Charlie's worked his tail off also in the gym. And defensively, Monmouth Roseville gave up just short of 36 points a game in the spring. Not good. That's got to get better as well, and I think it will because we've got three of our top five tacklers back 
this year for the fall season. That's fantastic. Attack is a very, very big part of the game. I got a chance to talk to head coach Jeremy Adelson this morning on the on the uh, morning show. We'll come back with that interview here on the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing has been on the public square in Monmouth since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer, serving local and nationwide clients. Tonight's game brought to you by the Warren County United Way. Warren County Communities is provided with 211, a free and confidential service that helps residents find the resources they need 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in every language spoken. Jeff and I broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth. We'll come back with that pregame interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing pregame show. It's time for our pregame coaches interview, which is sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600 or check them out online at monmouthfarmandhomerealty.com. Joining me on the pregame show, as always, before Titan football is Monmouth Roseville Varsity Head Coach Jeremy Adolphson and JV Head Coach and Assistant Varsity Coach Kevin Ferry. Fellas, how we doing? Good. Doing great. It's game day, and it yep. didn't seem like it was that long ago. You and I, all three of us were sitting here saying, hey, it's game day on <laughs> in the spring season. It seemed like it was that long ago. Uh, it's good to get back to a somewhat, and I always use air quotes, somewhat normal schedule, I guess, huh? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that was probably the, the best thing is to be able to get back out here uh, as quickly as we can. And I, you know, obviously last year was not ideal for anybody and, and really horrible for our seniors last year. Um, to have to wait and then only get to play so many games and then really never get to play those games with all of your teammates uh, out there at once. And um, you know, so I, I think you know the, the best thing for the rest of our kids that get the season this year is that we get to it really, really quickly. You know, we were able to, you know, it was only a couple months later and we're doing football camp stuff in July and practicing and now we're, you know, we're, we're at the game week and, and this is when it really starts to fly by because uh, I tell people, you know, all the time leading up to this, we practice 16 times to get ready for the first game. It'll be the middle of week five. And we plan a week five game after 16 more practices. You know, the season's half over. So, um, yeah, it's going to it's gonna move very, very, very quickly, and we're just happy to happy to be there and happy to get on a bus and, and go play a really good team in Kiwani. It was it was great getting those five games in in the spring, uh, especially for the seniors getting a chance to get on the field again. Uh, but it, it's just a whole new feeling when you've got okay, we got we got to find five six wins to get in the playoffs. We're going to play for a, a conference championship, division championship. Kind of a whole, just a different feel, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. You know this this year. You know, I think our kids are. You know, we're obviously disappointed in the in the results in the spring, and and uh, we have seniors that were a lot of uh, kids that were able to dress and were around for that playoff run in, in 2018, but. Um, you know, they've not been there as the players, so I know that they're very adamant about uh, getting us back in there. And, and I've said many, many times that, um, you know, the key to having successful seasons is you got to have hopefully a lot of seniors and seniors that are playing their best football. You know, in the spring, we had very good seniors, but we didn't have very many of them. And, and that makes it just makes a difference. And, and so you go from having, you know, four or five seniors, now you're talking about nine, and several of those that, like I said, dressed as freshmen, started as sophomores, played a lot of football in their time, and then. You, know, you throw in this year, once everybody's up and rolling, we have 18 juniors to add into that. So you talk about 27 juniors and seniors as opposed to a year ago, we're talking about 15. So um, it, it's always a numbers game, but um, really excited about uh, the opportunity that is there. And, and you really look forward to those, you know, not just your, your seniors that you know have proven themselves to play well, you, you expect that, but then it's going to be those other guys that maybe haven't had as much of a spotlight uh, now really stepping up. And, and you see it all the time on the good teams. You know, you get that senior that's played some, played some, and then all of a sudden as a senior really have figured it out. And, you know, the sense of urgency is there. And, and when you have, you know, 
several, you know, almost double-digit seniors playing well for you, uh, you give your a team a really good shot. Um, I've been, of course, watching and reading some previews on the Titans from from uh, uh, TV and, and, and newspapers. And, and Kevin, uh, I'm sensing when I when I see, when they kind of put the players up on the screen, uh, 2018 quarterfinal run. Gosh, what a what a fun year! Mm-hmm. 0-5 this past spring. <clears throat> I'm sensing a little chip on the shoulder a little bit. I think so. Um, it, I, I have felt since we started, uh, even you know when when we got right back into it in the summer. Um, you know, these kids feel like they have something to prove yeah. and uh, um, a little upset at, at, at the whole situation. And, and uh, you know, we, it's something we've talked about a lot is we have a billion kids out for football and a lot of schools are, especially in our area, have good football numbers. And uh, these kids just want to do something. And, and not only that, I think our senior leadership, like Coach Adolphson was talking about, uh, never wants to see an O at the beginning, you know, again. And I, I, I've seen a focus in, uh, you know, a handful of our senior leaders, um, you know, even even our juniors. Um, I, Silas is as focused as as I can remember. I, I know in the spring, sometimes the deer in the headlight, I'm a sophomore, I'm starting for the first time. I don't see that guy anymore. It's, it's a completely different Silas Braun out there. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but that's what I witness is, is uh, you know, there are guys with a sense of urgency. They want to see it done. They want to get it done. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Silas, we'll, we'll just transition right to that. I just, in the five games, I got a chance to see him in the spring. It was a, not totally, but a pretty darn close, a totally different week one Silas Braun in week five. He's got a had a summer workouts, which he didn't have last year. Right. Man, I'm I'm excited about what he's going to bring to the table. Absolutely, yeah. I, I would say, um, you know, we we have there's probably a few kids that worked as hard, but I would say from March 2020 when everybody got sent home, um, you'd be hard pressed to find someone in the area that's worked harder than he has at at his body in the weight room and throwing the football and getting together with guys to throw that are from our school or other schools or whatever, just to, just to stay sharp. And um, yeah, you said, I mean, soft, this spring, uh, especially with, you know, the experience kind of crumbling around him with some of the yeah. quarantines and injuries that we had, um, he had a really, really good spring. And, and we kind of went into it thinking the other way that, you know, we, he kind of leaned on the other guys. Well, very quickly, we're, we're playing younger guys, his age around and so he quickly had to you know assume a leadership role there and definitely has it right now uh, I've said it many times I mean there's there's no doubt in my mind that that he can be the best quarterback that that I've coached in, in 23 years and and I think he can be that guy this year you know I just think we're going to add a little bit more with him running the football this year that kind of came on late in the five games in the spring um, he was throwing 200 plus yards a game to start it off I think our our receiving core as a whole we have more guys more weapons more experience uh, there, which will only grow, uh, I believe, during the season, and so yeah, I feel feel really good about about what he can do, and, and you start talking about a guy who can throw it the way he can, with the with the weapons we can deploy, and then you, know, you add in his ability to run. Um, the biggest thing is it's going to help our offensive line out. That you know we we pass protected pretty well in the spring. We did not run block very well uh, for most of the of the spring, but I, I think it's going to. Because of the things we can do and the things that we're going to be uh, doing, I think we're going to make their life a little bit easier and let them be a little more aggressive. And, um, you know, I, I sure hope and, and plan on uh, seeing a totally different run game this year and kind of more what we've uh, been about in, in the past. You know, we've always had a pretty strong run game no matter who, you know, whether it's Addison Fletcher throwing for over 1,000 yards or Drew Cole back in the day or Dylan Frieden back in the day, you know, all those guys that could really throw it. And 
Um, but we've always been able to run the football in the spring. We didn't do that, and that made it more difficult. So, um, you know, that's that's a challenge. The challenge we've challenged our, our linemen with. You know, you're not going to get a lot of credit for this because we got guys that are pretty good and get their names in the paper. But uh, we're going to have to do it if we want to be successful. And I think, you know, Q1 is one of those teams tonight where you got to take the ball. You got to be able to take the ball at them a little bit. They're going to play a lot of guys on both sides of the ball. I think we might be a little bit deeper. Um, and we got to try to, you know, at least have the ability to wear them down or get the lead and be able to to hold it and put things away in the second half when, you know, some of those things are starting to happen where kids are starting to, bodies are starting to break down. You're starting to realize it's the first time you played a full game in a long time or you're playing more of a game um, than you ever have before. That's the other thing. You know, a lot of times week one is the most you've ever played because you've always been the backup or the rotation guy. Now all of a sudden you're a both-way starter and, and your body's never done it. You can practice and <laughs> run and jog and all stuff, but you get ready to play football by playing football because all the other drills you do, they're not as intense for six seconds with 20 seconds for us. Usually people do it the other way. They sprint around for 40 seconds and it has nothing to do with football. It's just It's a toughness drill and, and, and we want people to be able to focus in those 20 seconds between plays and then give us everything you got for that four to six seconds uh, during it and just keep doing it over and over again. Kiwani had a had a playoff run there. Actually, won a playoff game back in 2019. Yeah, the 2021 still has me screwed up. 2019 uh, went two and two this past spring. Last time we saw them, we we talked a bit off the air here. They were very young. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're old too, kind of like us. Yeah, 19 when they beat us here in, in week four when they made the playoffs there. You know they were starting all of their skill guys. I mean quarterback, both running backs, tight end, both receivers, all played in that game. Six of those seven started. I think five of those seven were all conference in some fashion uh, in the spring season. And then they also have a couple linemen that, that played. One is a really huge dude, number 52. I think he'll get everybody's attention right there. So they've got a lot of uh, experience, but they are replacing their running back, who was absolutely uh, – he was the, the spearhead of their offense really both of the last two years. And, of course, last time we saw him, they had the really good uh, receiver as well. So – um, but they'll they'll have athletes. I, I'm sure Coach Swanson will have those guys ready to go. I'm sure they're in the same boat. You know, to his first year coaching there, they make the playoffs, and then last year, you know, they you, know, you have the weird season, but you have all these kids that already made the playoffs when they were young. You got to think they're going to come out pretty hungry as well. So it it should be a, a heck of a week one game. Seems like they always got a lot of speed, man. Yeah, you know that they they definitely do, and and that's the thing I think for us going into the game is we're going to find out very quickly. You know, how do our fast guys compare to their fast guys? Because that's always, to me, that's the biggest thing when you first get on the field is, you know, you can watch speed on on film, but especially week one when you haven't seen them against somebody else and they haven't seen us against somebody else, um, you you just want to know, you know, how how do you match up? And um, being a faster team doesn't guarantee victory, but it sure doesn't doesn't hurt. And, uh, you know, we just kind of want to see where we match up. And the nice thing is I think at all of our skill positions, I think we have guys that can do really good things and we've got guys with – a lot of height. We got guys with good speed. We got guys that catch the ball well and can move pretty well. So, you know, I, I would like to think there's a way for us to find a matchup offensively that, that's going to be uh, to our favor. And conversely, defensively, we just got to make sure that we, we keep the ball in front of us. That we're very, very aggressive finishing off plays. And um, you know, I, I fully anticipate the ball's going to be on the ground today. There's going to be a bad snap. There's going to be guys jumping off sides. The team that wins is the one on defense that takes advantage of that. That offense jumps off sides, they can't get a first down out of that. They snap the ball to the quarterback's head, and it's second and 21. They can't get a first down out of that. Like you've got to, you've got to take advantage of those week one sloppy breaks that are probably going to happen. Uh, we sure hope more on their end than on our end, but uh, we've really preached to the kids that week one is about it's about mistakes. There's going to be tons of them. We got to make less of them, and we got to make less of the big ones. And if you do that, uh, you're usually in pretty good shape. Gonna be a lot of sweaty hands on the football tonight. That's Absolutely. for sure. <laughs> good luck, fellas. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you afterwards. Sounds good. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. 
That's head coach Jeremy Adolfson and assistant coach and junior varsity head coach Kevin Ferry on our Monmouth Farm and Home Realty pregame coaches interview. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600 or check them out online at monmouthfarmandhomerealty.com. We'll be back with more of the pregame show here on Sunny 97.7 WMOI. It's Monmouth Roseville Titan football. Welcome back to Kiwani High School. As we get set for kickoff here, your pregame coaches interview was sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty, your national anthem sponsored by Stand Insurance, your local all-state agency, Stand Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. The Monmouth Roseville Titans will kick off to start this game. We believe that they had won the toss and deferred to the second half, so Kiwani will be returning the kick. Take care of some things during the pregame before the kickoff. Our referees tonight sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. Your eyes on the game tonight are brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care and Monmouth and Gilbert. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uh, we'll get our starting lineups as soon as the, the uh, kickoff has been down. So it's just what everybody waits for in the pregame interview. It's Jeff Ewing's Midwest Bank, the keys to the game, your locally owned community bank investing in you. Member FDIC, what's the keys? The Mama's version getting a W. I know. I probably say this every game. I'll probably say we got to establish a run, establish a run, establish a run. Our offensive line with Ethan Davis, Trevor Snyder, Aiden Davis, uh, Tepex, and Big Ben Anderson need to do their job. And Ben promised me today. We sat in my office for a little bit. We talked. He promised me we're going to get a big dub tonight because of the line. So give them some love. Back to receive the kick for the Kewanee Boilermakers is Cam Conley. He is one of the deep backs. We'll try to get a number on the far side. We have, we're have we on the visiting side here at Kewanee High School, right behind the Monmouth Roseville uh, fan section. So, of course, we've got the sun directly in our eyes. Kick yeah. <laughs> is in the, in the air. The season is underway. Taken by, that is the uh, one of the deep backs, Cam Conley, out over the 30-yard line, out over near the 40-yard line. Big pile up. Just outside the 40, 41-yard line for the Kiwani Boilermakers. That's a pretty good field position here to start this new season. That will bring on the Kiwani offense. Let's, let's meet the Mama Throws with defense. Uh, David Ramirez, Logan Bratcher, Trevor Snyder, Ethan Davis, Andrew Gunn, Aiden Davis, C.J. Johnson, Juan Andrade, Charlie Fletcher, Ashton Toll, and Derek Chandler. Seven seniors on that starting lineup with four juniors. It's weird not seeing a sophomore at least some place yeah, in the starting absolutely. lineup. Yeah. That quarterback is Will Bruno for the Boilermakers. Had a nice oh, catch for his head. Bruno does bring it down, but now he's going to run for his life and gets taken behind the line of scrimmage back to the 36-yard yeah. line. Derek Chandler in on that nice hit by Derek Chandler. Great pursuit. Way to push him inside. First snap of the ball game by the Kiwani Boilermakers. That's Parker DeVore. Yeah. Snapping at least on the starting lineup sheet. Uh, snaps it over Bruno's head. Good job by Bruno to gather it up, though. Absolutely. It's heads up play by him. And just like Coach uh, Adolphson said in, his, in some of his interviews, who's going to capitalize on these mistakes? These mistakes are going to happen on both sides of the ball. We just got to have less than them. That's going to be second and 15 here for the Boilermakers. Underway, week one of the IHSA fall season. In motion is Conley. Snap to Bruno. They give off the right side. A little bit of a hold, but... Filled up quickly by Monmouth Roseville. Gained of about, uh, we'll call it three, out to the 39-yard line. Those snaps are high again, so that's the second snap. They've both been a little high. Well, the first one was really high. But... Let's see who the uh, ball carrier was there for uh, the Boilermakers. It is a gain of three, so it'll be third. They're going to call it four. It's a gain of, uh, it's close. The nose of the ball just short of the 40-yard line. Kiwani's own 40-yard line, so it is third and a long 11. They got a big senior, number uh, 
uh, 52 James Conner, 6'3", 300 pounds. That's a big fella out there. They took a lot of time in the huddle there. I'm waiting for the back judge. Yeah, there's the hand up. They took a lot of time in the huddle. They're going to have to hurry here. Third and 11. Back to pass is Bruno. Looking out to his left. Little screen pass. Caught. Titans have it hemmed in pretty well. It's going to be short of the first down. About four yards short. Nice little screen pass there. Thrown out to, that was uh, Keontas Patterson with the reception, but about three yards short. I'll bring up fourth and three. Here's the decision early on. Right about midfield, fourth and three. I, I would punt, but I would also try to draw us offside, which is classic uh, Coach Adolph and what he would do to us. So, um, offense, they're going for it. Staying on the field, yeah, fourth now, and for three. Boilermakers on their own 48. Don't jump here if you're Monmouth Roseville. David Ramirez is chomping at the bit to get in there. Two receivers left in right. Another high snap. Oh, now a quick kick by Bruno. Not a good kick off the high snap. It takes a sideways bounce and covered up at about the 30, no, 20, 24. Four-yard line is where Monmouth Roseville will take over. Yeah, just kind of a little, uh, what they call it, not really rugby style, but just kind of a quick really. Just, you yeah. know, set up. And could have been a little bit better, but the snap was high again to uh yeah. How about we go over the offense real quick, Sean? Yeah. Offense from the field for the Mama Roseville Titans. Silas Braun, C.J. Johnson, Derek Chandler, Ashton Cole, Charlie Fletcher, Logan Bratcher, Christian Tepezaquapa, uh, Trevor Snyder, Aiden Davis, Ethan Davis, and Ben Anderson. Your starting laps brought to you by your Monmouth McDonald's. Now, sticking the snap is Braun. He's under center to give to the up back out of the eye. A few yards, maybe, out over the 25 to the 26, maybe the 27. We'll see where they spot the football. How about the 27? Game of about three. The old, one of the great things about being away for us is we can see the jersey numbers a lot better than we can at home. Yeah, those gray. We can see. Yeah, great. Those dark gray jerseys with the blue numbers. Yeah. Tough to call. But now Brown out of the shotgun on second and about seven for Monmouth Roseville on their own 27. In motion, Braun takes a snap. He'll run off the left side. A little bit of a hole near the 30-yard line. Maybe a couple there. Ben's going to have his, his hands full with uh, James Conner tonight. Ben Anderson is. He's lined up across from Ben. and Ben's got these big, long levers. He can push people. Out to the 28-yard line. So it'll be 35 for Monmouth Roseville. Gain of a couple there for Braun off the left side, off the keeper. Every time I hear, uh, and I was doing some prep today, and I seen they had a James Conner being a Steeler fan that just brings back bad things. Third and five, crawling out of the shot. Last thing you want to talk is Steeler football. <laughs> Two receivers left and right. Stack out here to the right side. Braun back to pass. Over the middle, caught. Charlie Fletcher. Uh, Helmet completely taken off and hangs on to the football. Uh, oh, C.J. Johnson. C.J., yeah. five, yeah. C.J. with a nice catch and hung on to the football, and he took a pop. My, my prediction of the game I didn't get to was C.J. Johnson is going to have a big key play tonight. That gives him a first down. That's good to see. I see some defensive linemen for uh, Kiwani there kind of bent over here early in the ballgame. Boy, it's hot. It is yeah. hot. 85 degrees is what I have here on my, uh, trip. my phone. Trips right here. Trips right. Single receiver left. Sidecar to bronze left. Back to pass is Silas. Pump oh. fake. Keeps it. Will throw it out and no good. Ashton Toll was in the area, so no flag. Good job of Silas getting rid of that. That's a nice job by Silas. That pump fake. He had, he had a few more seconds. He may have gotten a long, long throw on that. 
That's one thing Monmouth Roosevelt did do. I thought pretty well all spring long was protect Brown. Yeah, he had some time right. to throw. But um, like, we're bringing a lot of linemen back, so that's a, that's a good thing for Silas Brown. He's second and ten after the incomplete pass. Good job. That showed his maturity there. Just threw it into an open spot instead of taking the sack. I'm going to guess he's watched a little bit of football with his family. Brown, <laughs> now the give. Straight ahead. There's him, Derek. Another helmet on the 40-yard line. There is a flag on the play, and another Mama throws her Titan helmet. Christian Kepazikwapa lost his helmet. Yeah, I know it's sweaty out there, but they've got it. Oh, he... So what's the penalty here? That's going to be all on. Is that a face man? Kiwani, yeah, had to have been. Maybe that's why T-Pex's helmet came on. See if it's the 5 or the 15-yard variety. He's going to give Mama Roseville, I think, a, yeah, it's going to be a 15-yarder. He's going to walk that baby all, all the way into Kiwani territory. We'll take that. We'll take that all night long. It was Mama Roseville a first down. They'll spot the football at the 46-yard line of Kiwani. So Mama Roseville into Boilermaker territory here on their first drive. 7.52 on the first quarter clock. No score. And now they are waiting to wind the clock. Now Mama Rizzo is ready to go. Brawling out of the shotgun. Trips left. Single receiver right. Chandler back there with Brown. Back to pass to Silas. Got a little pressure in his face. Dumped it off. Oh, boy. It would have been a nice screen, but it hit, uh, it hit Christian Tepesaquapa right in the back of the helmet there. He was looking to block. There's nothing yeah. he could do. Well, and, and you want to, I mean, that's, a, that's what the screen's designed to do, let those guys come through, but maybe should have gotten rid of a little bit sooner. Yeah, timing, I'm sure, here early in the season, yeah. timing off a little bit, sure. And that's a good, he put touch on that ball. Granted, it didn't go exactly where he wanted to, but, but Silas Basho rifled so many passes in there so hard that because he's got a strong arm. I mean, it's ridiculous how strong he is. Just put a little touch on that. Second and 10 from the Boilermaker 46-yard line. Two receivers on each side, left and right. Back to pass is Braun. Now he flares it out to Chandler, catches it. Got a couple Boilermakers right in his face, so he's only going to get about a gain of one to the 45-yard line. But something like that could be set something up for later. Could be, absolutely. Because uh, that little flare pass out to Chandler, Kiwani snuffed, uh, uh, sniffed that out pretty, pretty well. They had a couple guys right in Chandler's face, as he called it. Brings up a third and nine from the Boilermaker 45. Just over seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. Opening week, IHSA, Friday Night Lights. Oh, there we go. There and we go. go. We'll take that. And, yep. and it's a five-yard yep. penalty set. Way to stay set. Boy, you've been around. I, I know I've been around the Mom Throws with Fighting Football Program for, for a long time, and you and I have been doing games for a while. I don't think there's anybody that I know that, that just can draw teams offside better than a Coach yeah, Adolphin team. You, and you work it. It's part of the game. You work it. When they're getting aggressive with them, you do that stuff. You would like to have thought maybe it was just the quarterbacks through the years, but it's too consistently happening among <laughs> numerous quarterbacks. That makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Third and four here. Braun gives straight ahead. Chandler makes a guy miss. Nice job. head there for the first down. That's going to be close, really close. Wait yep. for a spot. Uh, I can't see it from the table. It is going to be a just a little bit short, about half a yard short. Probably no, no. Uh, no decision here. They're going for it on fourth and a half a yard. One thing you're going to see, too, they're setting up. Silas is going to pull one of these and take off. This is the trouble the Titans had last year. Any kind of short yardage situation, they were just they were just not good all spring long. be a good way to make a statement here. Fourth and a half. Braun will sneak straight ahead. He's got it. He's inside the 35-yard line. Although, Tim, although squats and lunges pay off for plays like that. Gain of Alex has been doing a lot of them. He's, uh, yeah, you were talking about his uh, 
his weightlifting well, regimen. He is uh, he's not afraid to get in the weight room. He's not iron. And, you, and you see, you see a lot of kids lift, and they get the upper body going. Silas has got it all. I mean, he really worked on his lower body two years ago, and, and it showed. First and ten for Monmouth Roseville. Moving the ball against this border maker, and boy, that defense is looking out across the way there. That defense they look got hands, a little bit. Don't they? Hands on their hips. Good. That's good. Uh, and I talked to Derek Ramirez too about time of possession. Let's keep let's keep our offense on the field. Under six minutes to go. First and ten from the 34. Back to pass is Braun. Pumps over the middle. Complete pass. Ashton Cole great pass at the 30-yard line. That's another Titan first down as they move the sticks inside inside the red zone. Yeah, just inside the red zone. The 19-yard line. First and ten, Monmouth Roseville. Nice catch in traffic yeah. by Ashton Cole. Ashton says he, he told me today, he goes, I get open. I get open, what he said. I like it. Oh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Inside the red zone for the first time this season is Monmouth Roseville on their first drive. Nice methodical drive here. They've done a little bit of everything, mixing it up with some runs, some pass, and doing two, two penalties help us out, too. That was nice. Trips right now. Ball in the far hash. Monmouth Roseville going from left to right on your radio dial. Chandler makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage, gets into the second level, and is tackled at about the 15, 16-yard line. Gain of three for Chandler. Nico Powell came in, and what a good shot on Derek. Derek's a tough kid, though. This passing game is going to be pretty potent for Mama Crozo. Right. If right. they can run the football at all, and I'm not talking, you know, 150 yards a game. If you can get about 100 yards a game out of this rushing offense, it's going to be pretty tough to stop. Second six for Mama Roseville on the 16-yard line. This is, again, where they had some trouble. They had a lot of trouble inside the 10. Braun takes the snap. Yep, straight ahead. T.J. Johnson. Johnson. Inside the 15-yard line, that was the 13. TJ's not the heaviest kid, but he runs like he's, he's 30 pounds heavier than what he is. Seen some folks from uh, Monmouth College dripping through the bleachers here, and one of those uh, young men, Carter Russell, to see his old Titan teammates play. Third and four for Monmouth Rose. We've got to keep this thing going. Can't take a sack here for sure if you're brawling. Oh, drew him off again. You're hit Monmouth Roseville for a third first down by penalty on this drive. It is going to be inside the 10. That's being disciplined, and that's that's awesome this early in the season. If we can be this disciplined, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I know we say, or at least I say all the time, getting off to a good start is is huge in football, but especially when it's hot like this. Uh, like especially when it's warm and, like this. And being in Three Rivers, the, you know, our schedule, this is a this is big, big game for us. This is a huge game. It's down the road, we look back at this as the swing game. First and goal to go with the nine-yard line for the Titans. Trips right, single receiver left. Back to pass is Braun. He's rolling right. Rolling right throws. Oh, and picked off at the five, down the sideline. Got a little bit of room to run and taken down from behind. Luckily, good hustle there by Derek Chandler. Takes down the... Bordermaker who got the interception, that's Brady Clark. Going through it right in his midsection there. And the drive stalls out, and actually good field position for the Boilermakers as they return it from about the five-yard line all the way out to the 46. Good return down the sideline for Clark. What you see there, Coach? Um, I mean, it's about making mistakes. You just need inside, inside the 10, put the ball in the wrong spot. Yeah, you got to be got to be really careful inside the ten. We're going to take a water break here on uh, on the uh, on the turnover, so we'll take a thirty second break. It is scoreless with three forty to go here in the first quarter. First turnover of the game goes to Mama Drozo. We'll be back in thirty seconds. 
back here at Kiwani High School. Following the Monmouth Roseville turnover on the bright side, Monmouth Roseville moved the ball very well. They did. We, we were methodical, like you said, going down, down, down. Then we just made one mistake. How are we going to bounce back from that? Show us your character now, boys. We, uh, there's, a, there's a really neat deal that the Monmouth Roseville Titan football program does on Thursday night. It's called Feed the Team. Right, I went out to it last night. It's really, really neat. We have a lot of great sponsors from, from town. I can go over a few of them now. Italian Village, Patent Block, uh, Grill and Pub Brew, Save a Lot, Martin Woods, Anderson's family with ADM, John and Jody Chandler family and George and Peggy Sprout, uh, Midwest Bank and Midwest Bank Wealth Management, Country Financial with Dan Olson, Edward Jones with Ryan Painter, American Metal Buildings with Jesus Urbana, Urbina, uh, McDonald's, Ken and uh, Dennis and Trina Gendron, and Jenny Cook. We'll get more. There's a whole bunch of sponsors. We'll get more of those as we go along. But now Will Bruno back to pass. Down the left sideline, up for grabs. Ooh, almost a nice catch there by the Kiwani receiver. It does fall incomplete. But Jordan Johnson, who I've heard nothing but good things yeah. about, by uh, just Jordan Johnson, pretty good talent here for yeah, Kiwani. Looks pretty athletic there. One up on the jump ball situation as Bruno just kind of threw it up and let Johnson try to go get it. Johnson goes, let's see, 6'2", 175. It is second and ten now for Kiwani. Bruno brings the offense back to the line of scrimmage out of the shotgun. He does have a running back behind him, not really a sidecar. He's behind him. And now the option Bruno will keep. Big hole up the middle. Close to first down yardage. Maybe a little short, but he's really close to first down yardage. Probably third and one, about a nine-yard gain for Bruno. He's seen the, he didn't even... Or they even look at the pitch. He just seems to uh, be a there. huge hole there. He's in, and I think David Ramirez is playing the pitch man, so that opened it up for him. Third and one. They are a little bit short here. The first down ball is resting right on the Mama Throws Little Titan forty five yard line. See another kid that's changed bodies load and Bradshaw. Of course that naturally happened a lot, but he really works in the weight room too. He's a big kid. I see him out doing something active all the time oh, yeah. around town. Third and one. Back to pass is Kiwani. Under pressure. Under pressure. Rolling out to his left. He's got a little room to run. He's going to have the first down. Now he's got the sideline. Bruno inside the 25. Boy, everything just kind of fell the right way, and he just kind of went in behind a couple of blockers there. We thought we had him dead to rights, and Aiden Davis luckily saved a, a touchdown there, pushed him out of bounds. It'll be a first and 10 for Kiwani. Boy, they put all kinds of pressure on Bruno. I like that, but then just kind of slipped out, slipped out down the left side, got down the sideline, and it'll spot the football at the 22 yard line. First and 10 for Kiwani. Nearing the Titans. Red zone. Max Cole just got in the game. Is again taking a lot of time in the huddle here, this Kiwani. Yeah. He's not counting yet. Bruno again out of the shotgun. He's got a couple running backs in the backfield with him now. And he'll option this time he does pitch. Down the right side. Boy, Mama Roosevelt had a great shot to get on that. And it just gets into the possession of a Kiwani lineman. Heads up by the lineman to jump on that. That was Keontas Patterson on the run. Logan Bratcher was there. Max Cole was right there. Patterson did a good job. So I don't, I don't know if it's Logan Bratcher that popped that popped the ball out or who it was. You know, so I think Coach Adolson, you heard in the pre-game interview, he, he's uh, he's expecting the ball in the turf a couple times. Yeah. Week one, it's hot. There's going to be some sweat on the football. Sure. 
second and nine. Oh, bad one now. Another bad snap. Bruce does get on it, but a loss on the play back to the 24-yard line. Trevor Snyder and uh, Silas Brown were almost on it. Silas is playing defense now. Now we have a, uh, what we got, is it another heat one now? No, I'm not taken by Mama Roseville. Yeah, I just seen the official. Uh, third and 12. That's a big play. This is probably a good time now. The King of the King of the Electric come out too, isn't it? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. It is sponsored by Pickham's Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust? Call Pickham's Electric at 335-3034. Can we uh, give a little love to the Feed the Team sponsors? Yes, absolutely. Okay, the rest of the list. Kellogg Printing Company, Buster Kellogg, Kent Lucy Thompson, County Market, uh, Kevin out there, and then Dairy Queen, Corey Scott, Twisted uh, Two Bar and Grill with Ben Thompson, Spears and Spears, Matt and Brianne Mahoney, Security Savings Bank, Citizens Bank, Lucy Lou's Cakes with Lucinda Rico, Kevin and Leanne Merck, Smithfield Foods, Granny's Dinner Bell, M&E Catering uh, with Becky Ellison, Fairway Meat and Grocery, Eddie B's Rib and, Rib and Grills, Kevin and Leanne Merck, and McClintock Law Office with Scott McClintock. All of those folks have a part in feeding the Mammoth Rose the Titan football teams on Thursdays after practice, yeah. right? Yeah, I well, last night is great, but it, it's just like this community, like I said in the past, they're just such a giving community, and look at how many people stepped up and helped, helped feed our team. I uh, We got kind of started there with some pregame sponsors and forgot to mention that Farm King sponsors all of our kickoffs, the opening kickoff and uh, the subsequent kickoffs throughout the ballgame. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout west central Illinois and eastern Iowa. Big play here, third and 12. Both teams back on the field following the Monmouth Roseville timeout. So that uh, will give... Coach Adolphson, okay. two more. Doc Harris is coming over to look at someone. Uh, uh, Silas Braun. Silas, ooh, that's... Uh, no, nope, TJ. TJ, John. 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 Are they getting pushed out of bounds? Yes, he's in. That's Jordan, Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson, who I kind of had my eye on all day while I was doing some game prep. Johnson, a 24-yard touchdown screen pass. From he Silver had Hill. to jump 10 feet in the air to catch that ball. Uh, good pursuit by Max Cole off the edge. Max made him throw the ball a lot sooner than he wanted to. Our first touchdown on the board of the season goes to the Kiwani Boilermakers. All of our touchdowns this year are sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. I'm sure they're going to want a lot more sponsored Titan touchdowns is what they're going to want. Absolutely. Screen pass from Will Bruno to Jordan Johnson. Okay. See how we adjust this. On for the extra point for the Boilermakers is Brady Clark. Snap is good. Hold is down. Kick is away, and it is good. Clark's extra point is good. With 153 to go here in the first quarter, it is Kiwani 7, Mammoth Roseville 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on AM 3rd Girl, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Back here at Kiwani High School, first points of the 2021 season is on the board for the, the Kiwani Boilermakers. A little screen pass from Will Bruno to Jordan Johnson made a couple guys miss at about the second level, and then just quickly got to the sideline. Sure. I, I think the most impressive thing about that was his catch. Like I said, he had to leap high. Of course, he did break some tackles and, and did, a good job, get, did a good job getting the end zone. Yeah, Johnson, uh, yeah. very, very good. 
Quick update, uh, Sherrard gave up a 65-yard touchdown on the first play of the game. Wow. To uh, who's, who's Sherrard got tonight? Oh, I had my sheet here somewhere. Sherrard has Peru St. Beat. Yeah, St. Beat's supposed to be pretty solid. They were, they were pretty good last year. I think the Three Rivers, there's, there's no easy night in the Three Rivers, man. We have Derek Chandler and I think it's Juan Andrade in the back. I can't see if you get a hand over his numbers, but I do know Derek is deep. Yeah, with CJ, with CJ on the sideline, CJ would be back for the kick return, but yeah, it's uh, Juan Andrade. The kickoff sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, it, Farm nope. King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout West Central Illinois and Eastern Iowa. It is Rhett Willett. I was wrong. It is Rhett Willett. Oh, the ball goes behind him. Into the end zone, so that will be a touchback. We don't need to pick it up. It's just going to roll in. It is a touchback, right? Titans will take over with 151 to go here in the first quarter on their own. Was it 30, 30 yard line? No, 20 yard line. 20, yeah. They sure moved the ball there. They, first they did. They methodically moved it down the field. They just made a mistake. That's fine. It's not an offense, at least right now, that's going to put 30, 40 points on the board. So just be methodical and, and try to cash in on your opportunities. With that small of a, you know, that small of a roster, keep the defense on the field. Timeout taken by Q1. Okay. Yeah, must have been some guys lined up in some wrong spots. So, uh, timeout apiece. That's a Tickens Electric timeout. So, we'll step away here real quick for 30 seconds. 151 to go in the first quarter. 7 0 Kiwani. We'll be back with Titan football here on Sunday, 97.7. Back here at Kiwani High School. The team is starting to back onto the field after the Kiwani Boardermaker timeout. Sponsored by Tickens Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickens 335 3034. Titan football following the touchback off the kickoff. Titans ball at their own 20. First and 10. Each team has taken a timeout here in the first first half. That first four, six, five, six minutes just seemed like it ran off quickly. This last half, three or four, it seemed to forever here. Had a number of guys sitting here on the bench getting some water and kicked off, and kicked off again. We're going to take it on into the end zone. That's that guy again. That's that Jordan Johnson. He's going to intercept it for a touchdown. Pick six for Kiwani. That, that bounced off of our guy. That bounced off of, uh, I don't know if it's Ashton or who it was. Got to make the catches, and I, I didn't get a chance to uh, I didn't get a chance to see it. I was looking down at the sponsor sheet, and by the time I looked up, Johnson was halfway to the end zone. I, I think it bounced off of Kevin for Valario, I believe. Now Johnson with his second touchdown of the night, 10 seconds after his first one. This time a 25-yard interception return. Brings Brady Clark out for the extra point. First one was good. 13-0 Kiwani now. Now we'll see how Mama Roosevelt responds after two huge mistakes now. Snap is good. Kick is on the way. Just barely clears the up right, but just enough for the extra point. It is, and we'll keep it here. Brady Clark's extra point is good. That makes the score 14 to nothing. Boy, I'll tell you what, it was uh, not too long ago. Mama Rosa was inside uh, inside the 10-yard line, a chance to take a 7 nothing lead. Look up at the scoreboard. You're, down, you're trailing 14 nothing. Be patient. Be patient. Touchdown sponsored by Tank, uh, excuse me, by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 
2697. See how this offense responds now. Yeah, I had my I was looking at my sponsor sheet and by the time I looked up, Johnson was halfway to the end zone, yeah. so I didn't really see exactly what had happened. Yeah, it, it bounced off of Kevin Revelario and just bounced right into his into uh Johnson's hand. And of course he's fast and you know he reminds me like reminds me of Germani Skinner, a tall, fast, lanky kid. That has a notice for the end zone. Yeah, he got some really good hands. I was reading in some some uh, season previews on some of the local newspapers here around the Kiwani area. They were really high on Jordan Johnson coming into this year. Yeah, and I can understand why. Now we'll see if maybe Miles Rose up and get a uh, a quick return here and get some good field position. Get get a good feeling here with a minute forty three to go here in the first quarter. Johnson's still sitting on the. Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with DJ, but we do have Rhett Willard deep and Derek Chandler deep. And Rhett's a fast, tough little kid. He comes from a family of wrestlers and, and good football players. So the uh, last of the Willett brothers to come through. The last. And there's been some good ones. There have. There have. <laughs> and I've enjoyed watching all the Willets play football in the blue and silver. Yep. Good good kids, good family, too. Clark puts the ball on the tee. This kickoff is sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout West Central Illinois and Eastern Iowa. Again, deep to receive for Mama Roseville's Derek Chandler. And uh, also, uh, who did we decide it was? Yeah, Rhett Willett. Yep, you're right. Going to Rhett Willett. Going to pick it up on the bounce. Finally, the bounce. Still picks it up. Now he's looking to run. It swarmed under at about the 20-yard line. I'm not sure he made it to the 20. Had a little trouble picking the ball up. Of course, I'm sure he wasn't uh, wasn't really expected to jump out there and start returning. Oh, I, already. I think he was going to take a, a little bit better bounce, but into the weird, a little weird bounce. But hey, he didn't pull the ball. Right. So he knows the football right on the 20. So first and 10 for Monmouth Roseville. See if maybe they go to maybe a few runs here to get maybe a little. Get that passing game opened up a little bit more. I would find where number 13 is and maybe throw to the other side of the field. There he is, just kind of playing center field there. And he's a kid that can cover a lot of ground, too. So, In motion. There's a receiver pulling on the throws. Option, option, keeping it wrong. It's to the sideline, ducks his head, powers out over the 25. Good game there on first down for Braun. Good game. That was a CR game. Yeah. Nice job, Tyler. Like the second and two. Your options are, uh, you coached uh, plenty of football in your day. You love your options on oh. second and two. Love <laughs> Love it. I would, I would go on. I would change the games right now just see if you can drop off size and get an easy first down. Because you don't know what happens. If you run a play, you lose five yards here. You know, right now, off size in the league, then would get us a first down. Three first downs by, by way of penalty in the first drive for Monmouth Roseville. He gets straight ahead. And getting out of the 40-yard line. Oh, his head the 44-yard line. He's running hard to keep his feet moving. He's a strong kid, too. First and 10 for Monmouth Roseville out of the 34-yard line. With a minute 22 to go here in the first quarter. Clock is moving. Kiwani, 14 points here in this first 12 minutes of action, first 10 minutes of action. This down's 10 seconds apart. Receiver, split right is Charlie Fletcher. Charlie Fletcher. We got two wing backs. In motion is one of the wings. Straight ahead, Chandler lowers his head. Another yeah, tight helmet comes flying off. 
out to the 37-yard line. So a gain of a couple there, a gain of maybe three. And Tepper Zaguapa's helmet comes off again. So he's going to have to sit out of play. Come on, T-Pex. That's a big fella right He's another kid that works and works in the weight room. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I'm like, how hard are you going there? He's just dripping with sweat. 5'9", 340. Yeah. Gain of three, second and seven. I think they are going to have to snap it here with 20 seconds on the clock. Pretty sure they're going to have to snap it here before the end of the first quarter. Tightens that line of scrimmage, so we are going to get a play. In motion again. Kevin is Kelvin, Kelvin uh, Rebellorio. Pitch out to Chandler. Out over the 40-yard line. Close to first down yardage. And now they get I think you're yards short, but that's it. Good play. Yeah, third and manageable. Third and about two when we come back here on Sunday 97.7. That is the end of the first 12 minutes here in the 2021 season. 14 nothing Kiwani. We'll be back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI in 30 seconds. Quarter here of Mama Throws Titan Football here on our first Friday night lights. 14 nothing Kiwani. Shocked the Titans here with some early scores at a, a, a 24-yard screen pass from Will Bruno to Jordan Johnson for the first score of the game. And then 10 seconds later, 25-yard interception return by that same young man, Jordan Johnson. Mama Throws going from right to left on your... You're looking at your radio dial now. On the near hash... Third and one now. It looked like it was two with changeover. Now when I look down there, it's closer to one. Third and one. Throwing out of the shotgun. Trying to draw them off. Didn't quite get that done. Now they're going to switch sidecar from left to right. Derek Chandler trips right. Braun takes the snap. Takes the dive up the middle, over the middle of the field. Pick it off again at the 43-yard line. Here comes Kiwani into Titan territory. That is Nico Poe. If you uh, follow Kiwani basketball, I'm not sure if they play Mama Roseville. You've heard Nico Poe's name before. He's a good athlete, but it's another another interception by the Boilermakers. Two for the night, and that sets them up shop inside the 40, tight 39. Really got their, their uh, backs to the wall at this point. That's three for the night. Three for the night. You're right. Right. And Coach Adelson said this, you know, about making mistakes. Can we capitalize on their mistakes? Can they capitalize on our mistakes? First and ten from the Titans. 39 here with just underway in the second quarter. Still early. I would find where Johnson is and keep very close tabs on him. I like Charlie Fletcher being on him. Comes Bruno to the line. Well, they're really spread out here. It's his, uh, the Boilermakers back to pass is Bruno. Looking out to his left, throws it up for grabs and caught. Nice catch at the 10-yard line. And Johnson, there's that guy again. He, he, we we for grabs there. That's all it was. It was a, it was a fade. we got to get pressure on him. We're not getting enough pressure. He had time to, to come back and, and just throw a fade. Just a bomb up there. They are in business near the goal line. After three-yard line, I think is where they're going to put the football down. Big throw. Bruno just threw it up for grabs, and Johnson went up and got it. They tried that in the first quarter. This time they got, he got a little bit more separation between himself and Charlie Fletcher on that one. So first and goal to go for the three-yard line. This would really put the Titans behind the eight ball. This, this, uh, a stop here would be big. Yeah. 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 High snap if you're a Titan fan, right? Two Bruno looking over the middle. 
popped up in the air, and it's going to fall incomplete. Boy, that was up in the air for quite a while. Yeah. Ashton told him a little closer. He probably would have got it. He's a player. Screen pass over the middle, or maybe a little slant route. I could see. Just a little slant route. I get the number there. That is uh, for Josh Nimrick. Another another nice athlete for the Kiwani Bomber, or makers. I see these orange and black uniforms, and I may immediately think of the Bombers. Bombers yeah. I think I might have said Bombers a couple times tonight. Only border makers. Second and goal to go from the three. Boy, that would have been big if that would have popped up right into the hands of the Titan. Under pressure is Bruno over the middle. Caught at the five. It's one-on-one and taking it in the end zone for the touchdown, breaking the tackle of Derek Chandler is Keontas Patterson. Now a three-yard touchdown pass from Bruno to Patterson. Bruno's done a nice job tonight. He has. He has. I agree. He's uh, found the open man, and when he does throw it into coverage, it's it's where only the receiver can get it. Right. Makes the score twenty to nothing with eleven twelve to go. Wow, one fifty-three left in the first quarter. It was zero zero. And now, what, a minute 53 and another 48 seconds, almost three minutes later, Titans down 20 to nothing, potentially 21. Should this kick be good? Yeah, it blocked. I knew one of those low kicks was going to get blocked at some point. 20 to nothing. Kiwani with the extra point, no good with 11 12 to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds right here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Back here at Kiwani High School, touchdown scored by the Kiwani Bordermakers is sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rocks, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Kickoff will be sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout West Central Illinois and Eastern Iowa. Titans down 20 to nothing, still a ton of time here. Sure. A ton of time. We, Nearly three full quarters left. We have a new deep back, Jexel Rivera, back there. And I've Jexel heard good is things. A fast yep. kid. I've heard good things about Jexel. Yep, Jexel's a good kid. He's, his older brother's a cross country runner and, and a fabulous one at that, a senior this year, Joe. Jexel, a sophomore, 5'9, 140 pounds. Okay. Well, it just took Charlie Fletcher's place. Charlie, a little bit of a break. He's yep. been on the field a long time tonight. A good chance to get him a little break. Kicking off will be Brady Clark. Had his extra point blocked. Hopefully, if you're a Titan fan, you hope that comes back to bite the Bordermakers at some point tonight. Clark. Kick high up in the air. Taken by Jack Silk. Slips through his hands. Got to get on it. And he does. And actually gets about five yards extra. Boy, it popped right off his chest. Yeah. Taking that first varsity kickoff is, uh, has got to be nerve-wracking. nerve-wracking. A nice job by Jack Zell to actually pick it up and get about right. now seven, eight yards after it. Because if he didn't, there were three Boilermakers right there. So the first and ten for Montrose on their 27-yard line, own 27-yard line. We'll see what uh, Silas needs something good to happen here. Sure. Three picks, one. Probably not his fault, but the other two, probably definitely his fault, and he'd probably tell you the same thing. See if he can get something good going here. Down 20, plenty of time, almost three full quarter. Braun, now we'll there you go. and run. Nice job as he's seen that hole just open up. Boy, that's a good, powerful run there by Silas, just short of the 35-yard line. I call it the 34. Game of about seven for Silas. Yeah. Hey, 
Do work with your feet. It's uh, yeah. He dropped back to pass, and he wasn't holding very long. And he seen the the, the seed just parted there. Oh yeah, metal. Good job by Silas Tuckett. Take off. Second and nothing to call it for, so a gain of six for Silas Braun. Trips right, single receiver left. Braun, this time to give to Derek Chandler. A little bit of a crease. He's got a first down. Got it. Out over the 35-yard line, out to the 39. Pete, just take your time. Take your time. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean they've, got, they've had the short field a couple times. They've got a pick six. Other than that, we've played pretty solid defensively if we can... Let's just take our time, keep their defense on the field as long as we can. You don't have to get all... Yeah, you want to score, but right now, we got time. You don't have to get all 20 points back here in this first half. First and 10 for Mama throws them on their own 38-yard line. Braun has been almost nearly exclusively out of the shotgun, although he did come out first play from scrimmage under center. This time, he'll pitch to Chandler. Pobbles the, the uh, pitch. We're not getting the block on the edge there. Yeah. We're not getting the block on the edge we need. Right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play for Chandler. The second and ten for Monmouth Roseville. Some new bodies come in. Looking at the roster, you and I were talking about how uh, Kiwani looks like they have a, I mean, a really short roster. Monmouth Roseville fills almost our entire page here. So hopefully... Eventually, sometime in the second half, the uh, depth will start being a factor. Second and ten. Braun. Screen pass. A little bubble screen to Charlie. Oh, oh, go, 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 go. Hook and ladder to the center. He's got the left side line. He's at the 50. The 40. Back. 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 5.30. Oh. Tackle from behind and loses the football. Chandler was tackled from behind and didn't see the the uh, defensive guy coming from behind. I didn't get a number on the one who forced the fumble. But after a long run down inside the 20-yard line, Chandler puts it on the turf and the turnover, the fourth one of Monmouth, for Monmouth Roseville in a quarter and three minutes. Boy, that was a nice play, too. A little bubble screen with a, kind of a hook and ladder type thing there. It'll be Kiwani football. Now the tight defense has to come up because Kiwani, Kiwani's got to go a long way here. That's um, own 16. Got to take care of the ball. Chandler. Got to put that behind him. He plays a lot of minutes on both sides of the football. Got to get that behind him, maybe try to get one back here on the defensive side. Bruno. How do they go back there? Options. Pitches it. Got a little bit of room. Boy, nice job of coming up and making a tackle by. Who is it? That was Rhett Willett coming up and making a nice play off Bruno there. Rhett's playing safety, too. Here goes. A gain of five. That could have very easily been a gain of about 10 or 15. So it will be second and five for the Boilermakers. Four turnovers for Monmouth Roseville on a night like tonight. You, you'd like to think you're going to get a couple at some point down the road. Right. If you're a Titan fan. If you're a Boilermaker fan, you're liking that uh, advantage of four on the turnover battle. Good Ooh. job by Logan Brad. Backfield. Good job by Ethan Davis and Logan Bratcher made that play happen by holding two guys up, and then Ethan Davis came in and cleaned house. 
the sophomore running back that time, Trelion, yeah. Trey Lyon Amos, taken down behind the line of scrimmage, loss of four. That'll make it third and nine. That's huge. If you're running to Logan Bratcher's side, you better get two guys on him or one really strong guy because he is a big, strong kid. Third and nine for Kiwani here with 7.50 to go, second quarter. Watermakers lead Mama Roseville 20 to nothing. We need Max Cole to come off the edge pretty hard here. So watch out. Timeout. Timeout taken by Kiwani. That will be their second timeout of the night. That is the Tinkham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust? Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We're going to take a little timeout ourselves. You're listening to Titan Football here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. 20 nothing. Kiwani leads Monmouth Rosa. We'll be back. Back here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Monmouth Rosa Titan Football. We open up the 2021 season. Titans find themselves trailing 20 to nothing with 7.39 to go here in the second quarter, but they got a chance to get a stop here and get some really good field position out of this. they got to get the stop here. What are you looking for? Maybe another one with a screen pass or oh, we got to get pressure on him. you got to double, you got to double team Johnson or, or make sure that Rhett Willis got an eye on Johnson where he's going. Well, Rhett's not in there. Derek's back in there. Uh, but you got to have somebody quick like Max Cole or like you know somebody to get in and pressure the quarterback. Bruno through. Got a pressure down. quarterback right now. Big Ben Anderson's got to get his hands up. He's got trips his side. Nobody in the backfield back there with Bruno. Take it real big, Ben. Get real big, right. Get him, Ben. Get him, Ben. Get him. Get him. Just missed him. Squirts out to his right. Thrown. Incomplete. Fourth and nine for Kiwani. You were right. They got some pressure on him. Ben's got to attack that outside shoulder. And a couple. There's a flag on the play. Maybe, uh. It's at the line of scrimmage, which normally would tell you holding. But neither team is excited about it, so I don't think they can't tell by the players. Okay. The penalty is uh, an eligible receiver down downfield. Or? Waving that off. So it will be fourth and nine. Almost a Farfik Nugent. I got the first one of the year. You got the first Farfik Nugent of the season. The first one of the year. Yeah. And this may be on a good time here with 7.32 to go in the second quarter. Fourth and nine, I can't imagine. Yeah, that snap would be amazing right now. Yes, it would. That would uh, at least, at least start to try to to, uh, to get the turnover battle even. <laughs> at least get head towards that way. I remember that first one was bad. Now, now it's not the uh, – Bruno did kind of the quick kick before. Now they just got a regular punter back in there, and he's standing he's on his own two-yard line. He's going to punt it. Watch the snap. Uh, we have Gary Chandler deep, right? Yes. Standing at the 50-yard line. Yeah. Punt on the way. End over end kick is going to hit at the 50 and goes straight up in the air. Boy, that was a not a good bounce for Kiwani. Hit him up at 50. It's going to be down at the 40. All right. Good field position here for Monmouth Roseville. Get a score on the board and play some solid defense. Don't have to. I would change too much oh, here. We'll protect the ball. That's yeah. the thing I do. We're we're doing good things. We're doing good things. We just had a couple mistakes. As Braun gets back into the huddle. Seven twenty-four to go. Second quarter. Kiwani leads Monmouth Roseville twenty to up. We do have a scoring just across town, actually. Our other broadcast crew on the AM thirteen thirty FM ninety four point one WRM. Ron Grant, Casey Grant. Are doing the United Annual Weatherfield game. Uh, back to pass is Braun. Throws it up, and luckily it's going to hit. His arm was hit. 
Went through. Ooh, boy, that was up in the air a long time after his arm got hit. Just popped straight up in the air about five yards down the field. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure to make excuses for size. I don't know if he's quite getting enough time to throw. I think he may maybe need to take a drop, a little bit drop, further, further a deeper drop. drop. He's got a strong enough arm. To, oh, yeah. The kid can throw a ball mile. So a deeper drop him a certainly wouldn't hurt him any. Yeah. Throw in some screens, middle screens, something that's not going to get you in. Could get you in trouble, but not much trouble. Low-risk play. Second and 10 for the Titans on their own 46. Hot stop with 7.19 to go second quarter. 20 nothing. Kiwani leads Monmouth Roseville. Brown takes the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure again. This time the screen pass to Chandler at the 45. And they take a big pop at the 49. Boy, that was a, just a big pop there by Kim Conley. So again, well, they're going to say back to the 48. He hit, he hit four progress after the 49. We just literally right in front of us here in the booth. They're going to say it's back to the 48. The contact was made at the 49. That's forward progress. It'll be 38 and 37. Got to get the first down here. 6:47 to go. It's not imperative for sure. They're only down three scores, but the uh, need something, need a good feeling here. Sure. The offense, a couple first downs there. Sure would. Help with that. Third and eight. Braun takes the snap. Back to pass. Oh, Throws down the sideline up to Bradshaw. And oh, up for grabs. It was incomplete. That was good by both on both parts. Uh, good defense. And Logan had, a, had a, a good hand on the ball, but that defender came right between his hands. Cam Conley back there in coverage for Kiwani going up there with Bradshaw. Conley only goes 5'8", 170, but he looks like a very athletic 5'8". He, he does, and, and it could have been a little bit higher. Take advantage of Logan's size on that. Had a little bit of pressure in his face. Had to probably get rid of it maybe a little sooner than he would have wanted to. Yeah. Let Logan maybe get a little bit more separation down the field. Fourth and eight. Offense is on the field. Titans on 48-yard line, but that uh, we've seen... Before, maybe a quick kick here from Braun. In motion is Kelvin Revelorio. Timeout Time taken by yep. Yeah, Maybe try to get him to jump off sides there a little sure. bit. But almost got it. Yeah, almost got it. Revelorio went in motion and had a little bit of flinch there on the left side of the Kiwani line. And that is another thing of the electric timeout. Looking for an co- electric, electrician contractor you can trust, call Kingdom's Electric at 335-3034. I believe that is the last Mama Roseville timeout. I think you're right. Maybe. They might have one more. I can't even think that's it. My own check marks. But so 6.25 to go second quarter. Um, oh, yeah, for the board. Yeah, Mama Roseville does have a timeout left. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I like that scoreboard for Kiwani. I've got Kiwani taking two timeouts. So Mike Leary always says, trust the board. you got to trust the board. Trust the board. <laughs> We're going to talk about Mike Leary here in a minute with our uh, terrific Titans, our, our uh, Hardy Hot Shop. Uh, I'll tell you about her name. I'll talk about him right now. He did yeah. some work for us over the summer, quite a bit of work. He did some pro bonus, some free work. Uh, he got with the city of Monmouth, and he provided labor. The city provided the materials, and he picked a, picked, uh, picked a big, huge pothole that was outside of high school. So hats off to Mike Lear. What a great guy, a stand-up guy, and can't say enough positive things about him. He's... Uh, He's probably going to be mad because he, he hates being recognized for doing things, and he does a lot of things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just, Sorry, Mike. Yeah, no. I mean, he, uh, we got, I like how I roll, Mike. Exactly. I like that he's like, oh, you know, I don't do this for the recognition. I know he, he does, does a lot of stuff, but, yeah, he, he needs to be recognized. He does. Fourth and eight, Mama Rose will back out. Now the punt team comes out this time. Charlie Fletcher doing the punting. 
Ten and deep. Oh, there you go. That's all down. Down. First down. That's now fourth and three. So that's going to be fourth right. and three, but, right. but it's inside right. 20 territory. You yeah. can almost go for it right. here. Yep. Down 20 nothing. I got a little excited there. <laughs> <Again. Shy. laughs> I thought maybe I was looking at the wrong stick there. I have a look no, twice. That was my, well, that fourth and three. Now what do you do, Coach? What are you doing here? Mm. At, their, at their 47, you're down 20 with 625 to go. Oh, they're calling the offense. They're calling the offense. I don't think that's a bad thing. Your your defense has played pretty solid, except for just a few plays. And the screen pass went for the touchdown, but even that was only 24 yards. They just jumped offside. Do you think they'll do it again? I, I certainly can. If the board's right, you got a timeout. If you need it, you need to use it. It's fourth and three now. From the 47 of Kiwani. Offense on the field for Ronald Rosa. Braun. Rolls out to his right. Gets a good block from Chandler. Look at the other people. Tuck it, go. Tuck tuck it, go. Tuck it go. go. north. Get north. Ooh. Boy, that's going to get close. Hit. He's got it. He's got it by about a yard. First and uh, 10, Mama Roseville. It looked like a first down. He took a big hit there. Yes, he did. He took a big hit. He popped right up, and I think he was looking at he's looking at the Kiwani player. Somebody must have been uh, barking at him there a little bit because he is. He's still, he's still talking to the Kiwani guys. He's running off to get the play. Oh, boy. First and 10, Mama Roseville. Big play. Oh, good series of play there. Another penalty has hurt the Boilermakers. She thought he was right. There was a first down. Yeah. <laughs> Just took a little bit longer. I knew, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Told you this. It's preseason. It's first game for us, too, right? Uh, uh, absolutely. First game for us, too. Under six minutes to go. We're halfway through the second quarter. 5.40 time. Clock is moving. First and 10, Monmouth Roseville. At the 43-yard line of Kiwani, they trail 20 to nothing to the Boilermakers. Silas Brown takes a snap. Looking out to his left. Got a man open. Low pressure at the 25. Taken down at the 20-yard line. Big play. Pitch and catch there from Braun to Bratcher. Great pass. Great route by Logan Bratcher. He saw it open in the middle. It looked like almost a skinny post. Right in the middle. Wide open. Logan Bratcher. Good throw, Silas Braun. Good protection. Offensive line. Right on the money. Hit, hit Logan Bratcher right on that steam. And that took a little while to get out there. So great job by the line again, giving him time to throw the ball. If I remember back in the spring, you were you were big on hitting those those uh, hash line scenes we were talking about. If I remember correctly, right? You got the right kid to do it. Yeah, we've got him. First and ten at the twenty yard line of the of the uh, Boilermakers. Braun back to pass again. This time flushed out to his left. Still looks, throws it down the right side. Got a man open just oh. over the head of Kelvin Revelorio. Another helmet came off. Doggone it! Why are we, we got to get our helmets tight? And that'll be Revelorio, so he's going to have to come off the field for a play. Yeah. Second and ten for Tom Exactly. That's only going to loosen up the defense there a little bit. They have to respect that. And a couple of receivers in the same spot. I don't know if maybe one of the two receivers maybe ran the wrong pattern, but normally you don't see two guys in the same spot 25 yards down the field. Second and ten. Those are the football right on the Kiwani 20. Tights trying to cut into this three-score deficit. Slant to Ashton Cole. Let's see what happens here. Slant would be open. Braun gives straight ahead to Chandler. Tackled from behind by the uh, big fellow yeah, there. You get, you're going to have to double team that cat. He's a big dude, and he's quick for as big as he is. James Conner, yeah, 6'3, 300 pounds, and he caught Chandler from behind. Granted, Chandler had to slow up a little bit. There was an emotional hole there. He had a big stuff left, but yeah. Gain of about the length of the football. The uh, football is just inside the 20 now. So. Basically, third and nine for Monmouth Roseville. Need another big play here. Maybe you can draw them off again. Make it a little easier for you. Definitely four-down territory here. 
Under four and a half to go, second quarter. 20 to nothing, Kiwani, for just joining us. Braun, back to pass. This time, slips out of his hand. And they're going to call that a fumble. That's going to be Kiwani football. That slipped right out of his hand. As he drew it back to throw it, it is Kiwani football. Another turnover from Armand Roseville. As when Braun drew back to pass, I know that ball's got to be wet. It's got to be sweaty. Drew it back, and it just kept flopped right out of his hand. That is turnover number five for Monmouth Roseville tonight. This time, it is Braun putting it on the turf with 4.14 to go. Now the tight defense has to stiffen up here. As we're going to take a timeout. Is it going to be a water break? Probably a water break, because I didn't see anybody call a timeout, and that would be a weird spot to call a timeout. So we're going to call it a Tinkham's Electric water break. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We will step away, take a little break ourselves. It's 414 to go, second quarter, 20 to nothing, Kiwani, trying to take advantage of the fifth Monmouth Roseville turnover. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Mama Throws with Titan Football here on Sunny 97.7 WMOI. 4.14 to go. Fifth turnover for Mama Roseville again deep inside Kiwani territory. Derek Chandler had a nice screen pass that he took inside the 20 and put it on the turf. Silas Braun put it on the turf with the Titans inside the 20 and then a pick inside the 20 early in the ballgame. 20 to nothing. Need a stop here. Still time to get a stop and maybe a score here before the end of the first half. Bruno back out for the Boilermakers. Gives straight ahead. This time getting to the edge and getting a ton of yardage. Boy, he is fast. That is that is Cam Conway. He is down the left sideline. He is going to take it to the house from the 29-yard line. That's a 71-yard run for Cam Conway. And he, I don't know if we're going to see many guys faster than what we just saw Cam Conway get to the sidelines and then take it to the house. He had a good team there, and he, he thought took off. Uh, I was about to say, you know, if you, if you have five turnovers first half and you're only down 20 to nothing, that's not bad. And then this kid just popped off a, a 60-some-yard 70, run. Yeah, 71 yard 71-yard run. For Conley. Makes the score 26 to nothing. Pending this extra point. Clark's kick was no good. It was blocked the last time. First two were good, but just barely over the crossbar. 26 nothing with 402 to go. Well, the thing is you got time to score here with four minutes left and get it back to a three-score game. Big plays so far. Pick six for Jordan Johnson. 25-yard pick six. Conley with a 71-yard run. Clark on for the extra point. Well, again, they've taken a long time to get this thing back. 4-0-2 to go, second quarter. Snap's good. Holt's good, and it's good. Again, not far over that crossbar, but the line drive kick is good for Clark. Your touchdown is sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697 with 4-0-2 to go. It is 27-0. Kiwani Boilermakers leading the Monmouth Roseville Titans. You're just joining us. Five turnovers hold on with Roseville. Three interceptions and two fumbles. A ton of penalties on Kiwani has kept some Mama Roseville tight drives alive. Boy, it is not certainly not a pretty one. You're not going to chalk this one up to a pretty one for sure. Not at all. You're going to have to play a perfect second half to make something happen. Perfect. And, and again, I think 
I would at least I would like to think Kiwani's going to turn it over at least a couple times. I mean, you would think on a night like tonight. One would think. Kicking off for Kiwani is Brady Clark. Kickoff sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout West Central Illinois and Eastern Iowa. So we can get a good return here. So far, the kick return squad has not done a spectacular job for Marlon Roosevelt. I hope they catch the ball in the air. I, I know I preach that every year, but it, it makes a big difference. Kick. There you go. Oh, he'll get the top up. Yeah, he's yeah, got to beat that all right through Rivera's hands. Down at the five, picks it up. See if he can make something out of it. Out over the five, makes a couple guys miss. Well, he makes right. something out something of it. Nothing out to the 15-yard line, but, boy, that just went right through Jack Sell's hands on the kick return. Boy, if it could go wrong tonight for Mama Roseville, it absolutely has on both sides of the ball and special teams so far. But... Big play away here from making it a free score game and maybe get a stop. Brown brings his offense back out on the field. Toll will come off onto the field. Goes Braun with Kelvin Revelorio. Also out there is Jexel Rivera. I don't know if he's played a ton of offense no, yet no, tonight yeah. on the Roseville. See what Jexel brings to the table. He's going to line up as uh, kind of a wingman tight end spot there on the left side. This time, Braun under center for only the second time tonight. That was the opening snap. In motion is Revelorio. Straight ahead. Derek Chandler out over the 20, over the 15 yard line out to the 18. So a gain of about three, we'll call it, for Chandler. I believe that was Chandler on the carry. Three and a half minutes to go. Second and eight, just a gain of two on the board. See maybe a couple of runs here, maybe open up something down the field. C.J. Johnson still here on the bench. He's been here since early in the ballgame. Got his bell rung maybe a little bit at some point or maybe some heat issues. Back to pass is Braun. Oh, boy, he just got drilled and put it on the turf again, and Kiwani has it at the 11-yard line as Braun just got absolutely smoked in the backfield. Oh, they're going to say, all right, Mama Roseville does still have it. Okay, Ooh, I thought uh, I thought I'd seen it. Kiwani Boilermaker jump on it there at the 11-yard line, but a big loss on the play. Goes from second and eight to about third. And 13, so a loss of five there. Boy, I'll tell you what, Braun took a big shot there. Somebody came loose right up the middle on him. Third and 13, full Monmouth Roseville here with 3.07 to go. Clock has stopped. Not sure why the clock has stopped. If you're a Titan fan, that's a good thing. Braun takes a snap. Looking out to his left. Got a man open. Charlie, Charlie Fletcher. Fletcher caught, trying to get to that first down stick. Still going to get forward. He does take the stick out to the 30-yard line. Great second effort by Charlie Fletcher. Will move the sticks. That's huge right there. That was a nice pitch and catch between Braun and Fletcher. Yep. Out over the 30-yard line to the 31. Good. Great effort by Charlie. Good, good toss by Silas. Yeah. And now they're going to move it back to the 30-yard line. 
The first and ten for Mama Throws over two fifty two to go. I don't know if I like that spot. Yeah, I mean he was standing at thirty one and he actually reached back and put it on the thirty. That's a yard at this point in time is not huge, but makes you makes you wonder. Braun back to pass, quick throw out to Logan Bratcher, caught. Holy, just about slipped loose at midfield, and he would have took it down the left sideline coming for a score. Good. Another great second effort there by Bratcher. Let's keep this offense moving here and get a score on the board. Coach Morrison dinking and dunking down the field. That word. Well, we've loosened them up and up. We've thrown down the field, what, two, three, maybe even four times. It's so. got to be gas. Insane. Oh, timeout, them, I believe. Yeah, I don't think they got a yep. guy. A uh, player was trying to get off the field, and there was no way he was going to get off in time. Each team has a timeout. That is a Tingham's electric timeout. Looking for an electric, electrician contractor you can trust called Tingham's Electric at 335-3034. Sorry, Randy. My first game. <laughs> 47 up in Kiwani leading. Obama throws a little Titans. We'll keep it here. Titans have a first and 10 from right at midfield. I normally probably wouldn't say, but I think this is a drive we have to score on if we're going to end up uh, on the uh, right side of the scoreboard at the end of this ball game. I think we have to get a we have to get a score on this drive. Just have to going into the going into halftime. I don't think I, I know that seventy one yard run probably makes me look foolish by saying this, but I don't think Kiwani's going to be able to just run out the clock on us in the second half. I think you're right. Well, you know how I am with predictions. Well, I think I mean, Mr. Ferry might come up and give us his uh, intellect here in a minute. First and ten for Mama Throwsville. Both teams back on the field following the timeout. Shout out to Mike Leary, Mike Houston, and my sister, Harley Ewing, who's a huge football fan. They're listening. Back in, uh, hopefully they're listening in some, some air-conditioned air. Because, <laughs> uh-huh. I think we're absorbing all the heat for them up here in the press box. My shirt is soaked here. All right, first and ten, Mama throws it up midfield. Then we can keep this drive going. Braun takes the snap, straight back to pass. Pump fake down the left sideline over the middle. Bratcher, boy, his man fell down. The, the, uh, the defender covering Logan Bratcher, that Keontas Patterson, fell down. If that ball would have been on the money, a little bit out in front of Bratcher. The only thing he would have had to fight was Jordan Johnson, who is, was there, and Jordan was on the other side of the field, almost. See if Jordan's big, long legs could have <laughs> caught him. Okay. He could have caught him, could he have burned down. Right, yeah. that's, a, that's another good point, too. Hopefully it wouldn't have been like a, like a run earlier in the ballgame that kind of got slapped out from behind. Second and 10, full down with Rose. Look, Fox stopped at 2.38 to go. They're in midfield. They trail 27 to nothing. Got to get one on this drive. Almost lined up offside. I've noticed that all night long. Back to pass is Braun over the head of Darren Chandler. Boy, he had some room to run. He had one defender on this side, and he had a blocker in front of him. Boy, talk on it. Yep. If he makes that, Ethan Davis is blocking for for Derek Chandler. Ethan would have taken his guy out of the equation. I mean, it could have been greener pastures for Derek Chandler. Just over the head, and I know uh, Braun and, and Chandler had a little discussion there. Maybe a disagreement. Maybe kind of looking at one another like, I thought you were going to do this. I thought you were going to do that. See if they can get them on the same page. Again, it's week one. We're not going to have the same timing because we're going to have about three or four weeks from now for sure. We're going to have something a little different next week too. Yeah. A couple guys that will be uh, in the lineup for Mama Throws over they did not have this week. Yeah. 
little Cheyenne practices. Third and ten. Back to pass is Braun under pressure. Throws it over the middle, right through the hands of Charlie Fletcher, and boy, he guns that one. He has he he needs more time. He yeah. needs more time. We need a block to the whistle. Boy, I, I would. Our pass blocking tradition has been pretty solid with this group of kids. Tonight's a little suspect. Normally, I would say maybe throw a screen pass out there, but you know, we just threw one over the head of, of our uh, yeah. intended receiver. Fourth and ten. Punt team comes on for Monmouth Roseville. That is Charlie Fletcher. His brother, Addison Fletcher, also punted for Monmouth Roseville. Punted his way all the way to Monmouth College. I think I saw Addison. Nah, maybe I didn't. I thought I saw Addison Fletcher here, but maybe not. If the Titans are going to do something here. Oh, two three. Ago. Oh, they got one to jump. Now, fourth yeah. and five, you got to go for it. You're inside their territory. Four by four scores. I think you have to go for it here. You just have to. Um, I wasn't practicing today. I go out to practice. I try not to step on the coach's toes, but I love, I love football. I just go out to practice, and they get to play with Charlie here. It would be really nice to see. Boy, we have that nice little fireplace. Thumbs up. We, we have the nice bubble screen there. They kind of threw the uh, ladder. Charlie can throw the ball, too. Yeah, yes, he can. That's Absolutely Braun's back can. here. That's Braun's back. Fourth and five. On the field, fourth and five. Yeah, you got to go for it on the Q1 45. Well, the punt team is back on the field. They're looking like it. Is uh, Braun up back here? That is a direct snap to Braun. Nope. Now they're going to punt it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm wondering on this one. He fair caught it. He fair caught it. He waved his arm. Uh, they're letting him return it, and no flag though. The, the official was literally right in front of it. Is that not a fair call? Well, I was walking back here because uh, it looked like, I think if, if Charlie would have sold this back here, I think we'd get to running into the kicker, and we at least get the five-yard variety for a first down. That's going to be coached, too. Sell it. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got pull. Then your leg is broken. I think if he would have flopped, I think we might have got back because it wasn't huge contact, but it was enough. I thought he fair contact. Well, after I looked at the, uh, the punting situation here, I looked downfield, and he'd already taken off running by then, but the official was literally standing right there. He did. He did. So you would have thought. Oh, kind I of thought, it, but it wasn't high. That's just to kind of throw the defense off. Well, it, honestly, he could have. Yeah, I think exactly. going to let up, but once he took off, it's happening. Bruno takes off. He gets trying to get to the sideline, and yeah, this for about nine yards. By the ball and on that tackle. Out to the 20, slide on the play. It's in the uh, area of the tackle on the far side at about the 30 or 20 yard line. 25 yard line. Probably not a good penalty for us. Yeah. Well, there are a lot. Maybe just came out. As I'm looking out of the field, there is players on both sides just leaning over on them on them uh, thigh pads, trying to get some air into them lungs. And, oh, let's see this way. Yeah, still discussing it on the far side. Are they going to pick it up? Nope. Face on them. On the face mask or a hole? Is the face mask or a hole? I couldn't tell. It looked like face mask on them. I wonder. It if is they, on them for sure. I wonder if their quarterback hit Silas because you do hear their court, their their uh, their front go went a little nuts. So I wonder if they saw that. And, I oh, know what fifteen yard. That's going to mark it all the way back. To about the 12 yard line. That takes about a nine yard play off the board. Wow. That's a big play for It's going to bring up first and 15 now. Ooh. First and 14. First and 15. Yeah, they're back at the 13 yard line. See if Tyson can catch a break here with 2.12 to go. They only have one timeout, at least what's what the board says. One timeout to stop the clock here to try to get the ball back. 
Bruno gives off the left side into the backfield and taken down. Still on his feet. Still on his feet. But that's Ooh, funny because it takes the forward progress away. Yeah. Somebody planted him. Like Way that. back inside the five, it looks like. It may have been Juan Andrade. One of those cats. Over one. We got three guys over there. One of them put a good shot on him. That's one of them had his hand on him. The other one hit Maybe it's Rhett Willett. That's about as far away as you can get in that far corner from us. I know my old guys ain't going to be able to see that. Well, we got three guys. Oh, they got to get a player down. <laughs> On the uh, far side. Boy, that takes it all the way back inside the five. Looks like they're going to spot the ball at the four. First down is clear out here at about the 29-yard line. That's going to be, now they got it on the board. Second and 23 with 146 to go. Still got a man down for Kiwani on the far side. Both teams going to their sideline to get geared up here for this last 146. We are going to step away and take a 30-second break ourselves. Right now, 27-0 Kiwani leading Monmouth Roseville with a minute 46 to go. Second quarter, we'll be back. Back here at Kiwani High School, the player on the far side, back by the uh, goal line on the far side of our broadcast location here, on the visiting side of the field here at Kiwani. Player is up, can't see the number from here, but Doc Harris always looking to uh, lend a hand over there helping the Kiwani player off the field. Yeah. And another solid community member, a giving, super giving guy. Minute 46 to go. See if the Titans can take advantage here. Second and 23. I'll tell you what, a safety and then a touchdown. Sure. Sure would be nice at this point. I like that. I like your safety. A nine point. That would be a 27 to nine game. Still three scores down. This year would be doable. fantastic. Or that. I like that, too. The board has one timeout apiece for Kiwani and Mama Throwsville. Both teams on the field. And now Bruno bringing his offense to the line of scrimmage. 142 to go, second quarter. 27 nothing. Kiwani. Clock does start now. Bruno. Maybe calling an audible error, turning around to one of his uh, his running back behind him out of the pistol formation. Oh, that's it, that's it. That is going to go through the end zone. There's the safety we were looking for. That's 27 wow. You called it. And now with the free you. kick, we need to get a score here. You called it. I didn't think it was going to be a bad snap. I just hope we get tackled back there. Wow. <laughs> I apologize. My mic is. Wow. When I get loud, my mic is. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or if it's the mic itself. <laughs> Vanessa looks and she's giving me a head <laughs> We do have a score in, actually, from oh, yeah. uh, the uh, United Animal Weatherstone game that we'll get to here in a minute. But on the field, snap over the head of Bruno, rolls out of the back of the end zone. That makes the score 27-2. to Every little bit helps here when you're down four scores. If the Titans can get a touchdown here on this free kick with a minute 26 to go, I, you know, there's there's been offenses we've had in the past, and I'm like, well, I'm not sure if this is a capable, capable offense of going 65, 60 yards in a minute 26. I think this is an offense that can't. You got an arm. Yeah, we we know we've got an arm. He needs time to throw the ball. It is give him time. We don't have a turnout pass. We don't have a safety uh, sponsor. You want to throw in a safety sponsor? Anybody you want to give a shout out to? How about Mike Leary? Right. Leary is. There you go. Leary Concrete. Leary Concrete. is going to be our uh, safety sponsor for tonight. For all your concrete flat work. 
Paul Larry's Concrete, 309 well, And he may think safer at the school if we can fix a bunch of potholes and the streets of Monmouth. So there's your safety angle. Freaking, oh, I like that. Boy, you tie things in nice spot. Oh, very like nice. That. That's why I write your coat time. I'm no Sean Temple, that is for sure. One twenty six to go. Second quarter. It'll be a free kick from the 20-yard line. It's be uh, on the tee. Clark back to receive. It's the Titans at about their own 30 to 35-yard line, so they should get good field position out of this. The board says they have a timeout. Pop-up kick is going to be taken. Off the bounce. Go, Derek. Go, Derek. Go Derek. Chandler at the 50. Inside. Derek trying to jerk the ball away from Derek, and he says no. He covers up. That's a great return by Derek. Got another side of 50. Fantastic job, Derek Chandler. Down to the 44-yard line. It looks like the far officials got the 43. I like that even now he's angling back to the 44. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, He was trying to get that ball at Derek's hand. (laughs) Yes, he was. And and, uh, Derek, as soon as he fell, it covered up with that second hand and was still driving forward is what I like. Kids at home watching it, you understand. That's the difference of lifting all summer and not lifting. You don't lift all summer, you lose that ball. You lift all summer like Derek does, you don't lose that ball. Minute 19 to go, 27 to 2. See if the Titans can get a score on the board here. Make the second half really interesting. Our protect football. Braun takes the snap. Looking out to his left. Now he goes right. Over the middle. Right through Charlie Fletcher stands at about the 35-yard line. There we go. They're sending guys D-gap. They're sending guys to the key locations to, to harass Silas. And they're doing a good job of it. We're not picking it up. Boy, he, I'll tell you what, he stood right in the face of it and threw a strike right to Charlie and it went right through his hands at the 35. And we saw that. We, you know, we saw that last year with Silas. He's not afraid to stand there and take nope. a hit. He's a big, strong kid. He's physical. Especially after that. I mean, that shot he took right up the right. middle. Somebody just came unblocked up the middle and hit him right in the chest. And stood in there again. Second and 10 from the 44. Minute 15 to go, second quarter. Braun, this time quickly out to Bratcher. One-on-one. Bratcher, I miss. Close to first down yardage, yeah. so the clock's going to continue to run, not quite to the first down. At the 40, excuse me, the 37-yard line, so that'll bring up a third down and about three, we'll call it. The heads-up play by Logan, trying to put the ball forward a little bit more, getting as many yards as he can. Just don't fumble it. Back to pass is Braun. Down the right side, got a man out there just over the head, just over the head of Ashton Toll at about the 10-yard line. That was a, that's a deep throw down there. I think Charlie was so I think Charlie Fletcher was open here. He didn't have many people around when he was walking back. Fourth and three now. I'll pick this up. Hopefully draw him offside. You have a timeout. If you don't draw him off, but you like to Are they that. tired enough now to draw him offside? Always want to save your time out. Or tired to the point where there's no way I'm jumping offside. I can't even freaking move Very right true. now. <laughs> Fourth and three. Uh, I'll run a wheel route with Charlie right now. Two receivers left and right. Side car with Braun to his left. Trying to draw them off. Trying to draw them off. Now, though, head coach or offensive coordinator Dan Morrison yells to play into Braun. Out to his left, just a man. Charlie, 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 Charlie Fletcher at the 30. Makes a man miss, still on his feet, still on his feet at the 27-yard line. Clock will stop until they get the change. Good pass and change. Silas and Charlie. I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that. 
all night long. All night long they have to. Tom Brady's done that to, what, seven Super Bowl wins. Plays exactly like that. Yeah, just five, six yards hitch route. Over and over Stop again. Stop me. Back to pass this Braun. Down the left side, a little bit deeper. He's got Charlie Fletcher just over his head at the five. No just flag. over his head at the five. That yep. will stop the clock with 28 seconds. Titans inside the 38th to 27-yard line. Is it, was there? Okay, no flag on the play. I guess I'm just waiting for the football to come. 28 seconds left here, four half. What's your play here, Coach Temple? Um, Is it? Is it, uh, how about that little bubble screen with the, with the uh, hook and ladder at this point? I think we did this with about this point in a playoff game oh, with yeah. just about seconds left in the second half. It took it for You and I were at Hersher. Uh, <laughs> Hersher, right. I Back to pass that. is Braun over the oh. middle. Austin or Ashton Toll right behind him. Right. A little bit behind him. A little bit behind him, but we're losing their defense up. Third and ten now. All right. You know, it's got to have. My, my hands are sweaty up here oh, yeah. in the booth. Your hands have got to be extremely sweaty. I know most of the receivers are out there wearing, you know, the receiver gloves, but yeah, those gloves get bad. Those yeah, maybe even worse once they get soaking wet. Yep. Oh, they're bad. And then you know they're wet. Third and ten now. But 25 seconds ago, that play only took three seconds. Braun looks out to his right over the middle. Charlie Fletcher right off his chest, right through his hands and off his chest. That was at about the 15-yard line. That was a rocket, man. Oh, he's on it. He almost threw it through, Charlie. Catch the football, fellas. If he catches that, he's on the run, even. If he All catches right. that at 15, he might get that inside yep. 10. 21.1 seconds to go. He wanted to put some touch on it, but he doesn't have a ton of time, so he's got to get rid of the ball kind of quick. It's a, it's a balancing act there. You know, you wanted to throw it a little softer, but, man, sometimes he's getting out of time. Fourth and 10 now. How you can maybe try to draw him off here and burn your last time out if you have to. Fourth and five would be much better than fourth and ten. Trips left, single receiver right. Trips here on the short side of the field. Braun, rolling to his right. He's under pressure. He's just going to throw it uh, out of bounds. So the ball will be turned over on downs to the Kiwani Border Makers. Tons of pressure up in Silas's face. That was uh, Jackson Hicks on the pressure. Hats off to their defensive coordinator because they're, they're throwing different things uh, defensively. Different angles are coming different different holes all night long. 16.6 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Boy, it looked promising. Titans had good field position. Had some momentum going after the safety. And I'm telling you, I know I'm not down on the field and I don't know. I'm sure there's some sweaty hands out there, but Way too many drops in the first half, and we actually saw that a little bit in the spring as well. Catch the football. First and ten for the Watermakers, as they will take a knee and run out the clock with five seconds. So your halftime score, 27 for the Kiwani Watermakers. The Lama Roosevelt Titans got a safety late there in the second half to get on the board. 27 to 2. We'll come back with our halftime show sponsored by Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services in three minutes right here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to Kiwani High School here in the opening week of the IHSA football 2021 fall season. Your score at the half here at Kiwani. It's the hometown Boilermakers 27, the Monmouth Roseville Titans 2. We'll get to the scoring here in a bit and also some scores around our area. Got some surprising scores. 
uh, was it one surprising score around the uh, three rivers. I'll let that be a D into into later in the halftime. This halftime show is sponsored by Glenn Management Partners Agency Insurance Services for your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at seven three four two one one six. I'm Sean Temple alongside Jeff Ewing. Jeff, you always have interesting halftime guests. Who we got tonight? I've got two wonderful administrators and coaches' wives. <laughs> So we gotta get I'm not sure which one I'm not sure which one is worse. I guess we'd have to take the poll here. <laughs> <They're both laughs> <tonight>. <laughs> right. They're both tough jobs, I guess, this time of year. So All right. Uh, and then we got Mrs. Morrison here. How are you doing, Mrs. Morrison? I am great, Mr. Ewing. How are you? Good. Something we we've, we've been doing for a few years now is are the Harding Hot Shots. We pick uh, each one of your uh, teachers picks a, a student's just done something a little extraordinary throughout the week. We wanna kinda of give them some recognition. You announce their names of the PA. And one of the deals is with uh, your name on the air at a football game. So who do you have tonight? All right. So up first for our first week of Terrific Titans, as we got Harding in second grade, we had Alexia Miller, Ashton Stevenson, Carter Hamilton, Aiden Volbrock, Alberto Martinez Acosta, Andrew Rios, Neil Doe, and Braley Cook. And then in third grade, we had Rosie Juarez Francisco, Helen Biakamami, Molly Vargas Chavez, Juan Luis Acosta Torres, Lucy Mays, Cameron Patterson, and Jackson Hale. So glad you come up to announce those. You do such a good job. <laughs> such a good job on those. Uh, um, oh, thank you. Congrats thank to those kids. It's great. I hope they're all listening. You got to hear their names. Um, um, we're all proud of you guys. Uh, let's talk about Harding. What's going on this year? Harding, anything new you got? Um, you know, at this point, it's just the start of the year. It just kind of feels like a normal start of the year. It's great to have everybody back in the building, back in our classrooms. Um, it just there was a lot of energy this week um, at the school, so um, it was a hot week. I think everybody's definitely tired, but I know at the end of today we had um, some ice cream, and everybody was just celebrating that um, we made it through this first week and excited to be back. Ice cream makes everything better. That's right, it sure does. I didn't get invited to Harding for ice cream, Mr. Temple. Did you? <laughs> I did not. What was a twofold since we did win Titan Jeopardy last week? You week-y? did win Titan Jeopardy. We don't need to bring that up. That was Ooh. a competition. No, oh, no, no, no. I got to know the story behind that. Oh. So at our first day in service, we played Titan Jeopardy, and there was a representative from each building, and just random Titan facts, and Harding won. So I treated my staff to ice cream today. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what else? What else we got going on? Anything? Uh, I'm going to talk to you. Okay. Another, another administrator here. Great. We might come back to you too, Katie. So. Good evening, guys. Hi, uh, Emily Adolphson's with us, Mr. Temple. Uh, Emily is the uh, assistant principal at Central Intermediate. Tell us some of the new stuff you got going on at Central. You know, I I feel like everything is brand new because we got to start right away. Um, the 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 night of backpack night. I remember walking around before the kids got there with tears in my eyes seeing, like, sure. real bulletin boards, seeing, seeing, like, gifts on desks for the kids as they walk in, and just, like Katie said, the energy in the sure. building is insane right now, and it's it's always great to be a Titan, but it's it's amazing right now, lots of energy. And I don't know if you guys were at the volleyball game the other night, but you talk about energy. Oh, it, my gosh. We had a student section back. Um, I have goosebumps. Just yeah, that's you great. About it. That's like, great. It's incredible. Sarah Hall was out. She and uh, Cindy Driscoll were out. Two of my teachers were out doing concessions, and Sarah walked by. She was, this is so great. I mean, she almost had tears in her. She's like, it, it's exciting to see kids. She was, I could hear them cheering. She was out in the hall doing concessions. The kids were cheering. Yep. They were great. We got a great win over Mercer County. So congrats to uh, Coach uh, Swiler, Coach uh, Gutierrez, and Coach Shaley. So fantastic job with them. But you're right, the energy we have going back, it just feels more normal than last year because last year was awful. Yeah. 
you know, we're we're wearing a mask still, but we're all in. If that means we can be in school. I'll take it. We're in school. It's way better. September or August Friday night because this doesn't happen last fall. Absolutely. Fall back in the fall. It's been great to be here tonight. So. And praying that we have a good uh, nine, maybe more games. Hopefully than the nine games, but we at least we have a nine game guaranteed season right now. Um, hopefully that sticks around. Yeah. Yep. Anything else going on, girls? That you want to talk about any spotlights you want to share at school? Not really, none that comes to mind, just, you know, I just want to give a big shout-out to, you know, obviously our teachers, our staff, our students, our families, um, just, you know, everybody's just really come together, working together, and we've got our kids back in the buildings, and just like you said, just keeping our fingers crossed right. to just keep sailing the rest of this year, so. And it is hot. I know Harding has two floors, Central has two floors, we have three floors. The higher you go up, the hotter it gets. It is warm. It is very hot. Um, and I know that from teaching on second floor of Harding. Um, so, yes, just now I think our, some of our classrooms were in the high 90s today. So that's why I just wanted to really give a shout-out to all our teachers. Absolutely. Because they, uh, you know, they were just working hard out there. So. They rocked it. I think you did have anything else you want to add? Um, I want to, I know that we have talked about this as administrators, but I want to give a shout out to Teresa Nelson and her crew. Oh, absolutely. Um, or, you know, just, just every, or excuse me, Teresa Allen, everything that they're doing in the lunchroom to feed our kids. Yeah, our, our Holy cow, they have, are amazing. They have pivoted and then changing, you know, feeding them in, in the buildings for the 1230 dismissal has been challenging and they have not missed a beat. Yeah. So we, we, our, our, our word last year is pivot, and Teresa has to pivot a lot. <laughs> yeah, she she's does. done a great job doing yeah. it this year. So. Well, thank you very much, girls. Does Moxie want to say anything? I, I don't know if Moxie's here. I don't know if she wants you want to say anything to Miss Cheryl? I don't. <laughs> well, she's got the video. I, I don't blame her. Yeah. She's watching game film. I think she's watching game film. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, girls. Uh, good luck this year, and we'll be talking to you. Uh, something we started this past spring as assistant coach and head JV coach, uh, uh, Kevin Ferry joins us at the half to kind of break down what happened in the first half. Uh, what a crazy first half. Five turnovers for Monmouth Roseville, and it looked like we were going to climb back in, and, and a bunch of penalties. Talk about the first half. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's – what we talked to the kids about, and we've been talking the whole time, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I don't, again, I don't know that we can't play with these guys. I think we can. I don't think they're that good. We've just, our mistakes have been huge. Um, you know, we get Derek on a 60 yard hook and ladder, and I'm sure you're going crazy because that's like old school morning stuff. <laughs> so we do a hook and ladder here. Derek's gone, and Derek's one of the most, you know, reliable players we've got, and, and uh, guy makes a heck of a play behind him, punches the ball out. You know, uh, several fumbles, three interceptions. We just can't have those mistakes. We're not good enough to overcome those mistakes in one half. I think a lot of stuff is there. Um, I'm sure you guys are seeing up here. We've got open dudes. Guys, guys are open. We just we got to get them involved. We got to protect a little better. Um, you know, defensively, I don't know. We know yet if we're a good defense or not because they haven't had the ball that much. No. Right. They have. It's been a short field. Uh, or a big play. And that's kind of what, yeah, they, they, they popped off that big 71-yard run. But you defensively, what what I like is offensively, we're keep, keeping their defense on the field for quite a long time, trying to gas them out. Yeah, uh, well, and hopefully that, that helps us here in, in the second sure. half. We've had to rotate a lot of guys. CJ's out for the rest of the game. Uh, yeah, an update on CJ. But it, it just all I know he's out for the rest of the game. Gotcha. Um, it's a concussion thing. Um a little lightheaded, but, sure. you know, this sure. day and age, you know, when, we played, but sure. when we played, 
we'd be back in the game. We just don't mess with it anymore. No. Um, but Doc says, no, we'll, we'll reevaluate next week. We don't play again until next Saturday. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a big hurt. He's a big player on our team. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I think we get the ball to start the second half. We can go down, you know, and get eight on the board and make this 17-10. Um, you know, you guys don't know Jexel Rivera yet, but he can kick him from 40 yards. So yeah. don't, uh, don't be surprised if, if we get a three-pointer in here somewhere uh, in the second half. I, I, everybody just needs to calm down. Yeah, even though, it's a, even though it's a 25 point deficit, how much do you change what you're doing here in the second no, half? We're not going to change the okay. thing. We're, I, we can't turn the ball over. That's it. I, I know people at home are, are probably going, Barry, you're out of your mind. You've got to do this. I, I, do I, I expected that answer. I really uh, did. We don't need to change the thing. We've got to execute. We have to complete passes. The line's doing a decent job blocking. Fast steps get the ball out. Our, our receivers need to sprint and run fast. Because that's one of our and catch the football. Yeah, we've <laughs> we had to throw the ball, catch the ball, <laughs> and run fast. I'm a Steeler fan. It's very frustrating to me. What's that? I'm a Steeler fan. It's very frustrating to me. I, I, I drop passes. I, I do that. I totally <laughs> right. understand. I mean, if your guy didn't throw a heavy ball, we'd be all right. But anyway, um, no, I, I don't think we're going to change a thing. Um, like I said, we get the ball to start the second half. I thought when we got that safety, I thought, okay, here we go. We're yep. going to and, and we're just not executing. Everybody would calm down, take a breath. We'll execute, and, and I think. I think we can make it a game. If we score right here, we've got a ball game that'll motivate us. They'll start getting chippy because they're feeling really good about themselves right now. A little adversity, they've had none yet. So let's create a little adversity for them and see what happens. And we, you know, I told them to give, don't engage. If they get chippy, don't engage. I told yeah. them that today. Yeah, and so. they started a little bit. Our guys are getting a little chippy with each other, and we addressed that at halftime. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the finger pointing starts, and and, uh, and that happens when you're down 27. To sure. Going seven to two, but stop finger pointing and, and put put that thumb back on you and say my bad, and I'll get the next play. Sure. All right, coach. Thank you so much. Thank I love I love the insight. It. Love the hey, insight here. Yeah. Yeah. Much <laughs> cooler than oh, Thanks here. for bringing like, that up. I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Soaking through your shirt. I know. Bro. He just he just made it like ten degrees hotter up here just by saying that. Uh, hot air coming out of Mr. Ferry's lung. Always good uh, insight, Coach Ferry, and it's it's always passion. That's it for is. sure. It is. And he's got a, a good football IQ. All right, I got some scores. I got some, uh, well, you were talking to uh, uh, Mrs. Morrison and Mrs. Adolfson. I got some scores down. got some uh, interesting scores around the Three Rivers Conference. The biggest one and probably the biggest matchup definitely in the Three Rivers and maybe this half of the state, Rockridge and Princeton, both with huge aspirations of going deep. Both have had really good ball clubs here in the last uh, couple of years. It is 28 to nothing, Princeton leading Rockridge at the half. I thought that would be a really close game, and it might turn out close in the second half. Rockridge got a pretty good offense. Sure. But right now it's Princeton 28, Rockridge nothing. Also in the Three Rivers Conference, it is Mendota new to the Three Rivers this year. They lead Erie Province down 14 to 7 at the half. It is Orion leading Spring Valley Hall 13 to 7 at the half. Peoria, or Peoria, Peru, St. Pete, beating Sherrard 30 to nothing at the half. And 36 to nothing. 36 of the, yeah, that's probably uh, as fast as they were scoring. I wouldn't surprise you if they did stick another one on there. 36 to nothing, St. Bede over Sherrard. Also around our area, Rushville Industries leading Macomb 15 to 8 at the half as Macomb starts their uh, uh, run in the Prairie Land Conference. Mendota, oh, I already get that one. Stark County 20 to 6 over Ridgewood at the half in an eight man game between two schools starting their eight man basically eras. Bushnell Prairie City is leading West Prairie 38 to nothing late second quarter. So that's some scores around our area. Now we got to get to our halftime scoring update, which is brought to you by Save-A-Lot Food Stores. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot of food store. 
in Monmouth. We'll recap the scoring here. With 153 to go in the first quarter, Jordan Johnson took a 24-yard uh, screen pass from Will Bruno for the touchdown. Brady Clark kick was good, 7-0. Kiwani. Ten seconds later, following the kickoff in the first play from scrimmage, Jordan Johnson again, a 25-yard pick six. Clark's kick was good. That made it 14 to nothing with a minute 43 to go first quarter. Second quarter with 11-12 to go. Not long after that one, it was Bruno to Keontis, Keontis uh, Patterson, a three-yard pass over the middle. Clark's kick was no good this time. That made it 20 to nothing early second quarter. With about 4.02 to go second quarter, Cam Conley, a 71-yard run. He got to the sideline quick, and he used it to his advantage, taking it all the way to the house. Clark's kick was good, 27-0. And then the Titans finally get on the board with a little over a minute to go on a snap to the end zone for a safety. That brings our score to 27-2. to uh, You heard our uh, rock-solid, terrific Titans, our Harding Hot Shot, sponsored by Leary Concrete. For all your concrete flat work, call 309-368-1690. We're going to take a one-minute break, come back, and by that time we'll be ready for kickoff here. It is 27-2, Kiwani leading Monmouth Roseville. The Titans will get the second-half kick. And we'll be back in one minute. Back here at Q1 High School as we get set for the second half. This kickoff sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout West Central Illinois and Eastern Iowa. 27-2, Q1 will be kicking off to Monmouth Roseville. Probably a, a uh, silly question, but how important is this first drive for Monmouth Roseville? It, it's very important. I think our front line needs to, to play heads up. You know, you never know. Hey, they may say, hey, let's come out on site. But they, no. they won't expect it. They expect it. You never know. You always got to assume mm-hmm. that you're getting the ball. So. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, they think they get another score. That's a nail in the coffin. After a 27-2, yeah. even if you yeah. do give up good field position, yeah. it's, it's worth a risk. I'm with you. I'm I mean, with you. It's worth a risk. You never know. All right, kicking off will be Brady Clark, Derek Chandler, and I believe Rhett Willis are deep. They're going to pop up a kick down the right side, picked up by Derek Chandler off a couple of bounces at the 18. He's out over the 25, takes a hit, and is down at the 28-yard line. <laughs> I've seen uh, what I thought was Derek Chandler pop out of that pile, and it was just somebody, uh, somebody else finishing a block is all they were doing. And well, I thought, man, he took quite a pop, popped right out of there. First and ten for Monmouth Roseville on their own 29-yard line, 28-yard line. Every time I say the yard line, they move it back a yard. You know, I know it's only a yard, but that's happened like, yeah, 37 times tonight. So there's 37 yards. <laughs> Braun at quarterback, two receivers foot left and right. Sidecar is Derek Chandler to his left. Snap back to Braun. Out over the right side, caught. Ashton Toll, 34-yard line, out over the 35, out over the 37. Yeah, all the way down the field, man, until they take it away. Until they take it away. That brings up a second and two, gain of eight. Gain of eight for the pitch and catch from Braun to Toll. Caden Rogers keeping our stats tonight. We didn't get a chance to uh, bring Caden in and get the first first half stats, probably not uh, stats, but Titan fans want to see, although they did move the ball pretty well. So now we got a flag on the play. Pre-snap, that's usually, it is on Kiwani, maybe lining up in the neutral zone, which, at least from my angle at times tonight, they've done a couple of times. See some helmets for Kiwani, uh, Kiwani lineman up over the football. Well, a move to sticks, the first down again. That's, that's close to five penalties 
Our first downs by penalties, full nine with Roseville. Out over the 40-yard line to the 42, first and 10. New set of downs for Braun and the Titans. This time got a wing back on the left side of the line. Two receivers left, and now a jump again. I think that's going to be Kiwani again as uh, uh, the big fellow on the left side of the line there. That is uh, the, the aforementioned James Conner. The 6'3", 300-pounder. No, that's going to go on with Roseville. Boy, I've seen Connor jump up and kind of slap his helmet. I thought he might have jumped, but Titans are going to give the five yards back, although the first penalty against Kiwani gave him a first down. This will be first and 15. Not really canceling each other out, but first and 15 for Monmouth Roseville, matching five-yard penalty. Braun, little pitch and catch again to Fletcher, right through his hands at the 45-yard line. Got to catch the ball. That that was Now he gets up, kind of maybe tweaked his right ankle on that one. Yeah, he was looking for some room to run. I seen the helmet just turn a little bit right before the ball got to his hand. We all thought he had it before he fell. Uh, and he's a little gimpy, but moving a little better once he got close to the huddle. Of course, we brought it. We've, we've talked about it all throughout the uh, the times we've broadcasted, the quarterback from Olive Rose always runs to the sideline and gets to play. Yeah, that's a lot of steps on a hot lap. Not like tonight. It is. Second and 15 following the incomplete pass. Good thing about that is less miscommunication there because you're only telling one kid who's going to share it. Well, press coverage there by, by oh, Kiwani. Down the field, Bradshaw picked off nearly by Cam Conley. As uh, Ron just kind of threw that up for grabs and... Conley had absolutely beautiful coverage yeah, he did. on Bratcher down the field. Third and 15 now for Monmouth Roseville. And Bratcher just now getting back to the huddle. That's a long way to run on a hot night like yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not one to usually call a draw play on third and 15, but maybe, maybe a draw play here. Give these receivers maybe time to catch their breath a little bit, but... Tough to do on third and 15 for sure, especially inside your own 40 back at the 36. Braun back to pass. Down the field and short. Intended for Ashton Tolls. Going to be short and incomplete. Fourth and 15. Punt team's going to have to come out to Monmouth Roseville. Very discombobulated right now. It'll be. Charlie Fletcher coming on for the punt. Deep to receive is, if he turns and get a number on me, it's Joe, yeah, yeah, Jordan Johnson. Johnson. Now a penalty snap before the uh, false start on the Rosal. It's going to make it fourth and 20. And it rains the fours here. The good news is only a minute and a half came off the clock there. <laughs> the bad news is it's fourth and 20. Well, you don't. Well, you don't dare go for it on fourth and no, twenty. We haven't. You can't the thing is, you, if it's fourth and twenty, you got to be able to shake some tackles. And so far tonight, we haven't shook a whole lot of tackles. Now it's going to oh. be a penalty on Kiwani as they jump the snap. Okay. Tons of those tonight. Can we do that four straight times? Well, I don't know. I'm asking you right now. I doubt it. 
fourth and fifteen. Or Missourville. They just keep trading five yard penalties. Got a ton of them here in the first minute and a half of the second half. Fletcher standing on his own twenty six yard line. Oh, and that over his head. Wow. All the way back inside the 10, picked up by Fletcher. He's going to, if he can, there yeah, he punts it. It's going to be a, just a rolling kick. It's going to go out of bounds at uh, the 40-yard uh, line. Yeah. Wow. And I'll tell you what, I can't think of anything else that could possibly, possibly go wrong tonight. Five turnovers from Ahmed Roseville. A snap completely over the head on fourth and 15. See, they can get a stop here. Still got plenty of time, 10-27 to go in the third quarter, 25-point deficit, so you're talking, well, that's four scores. 24 would be three scores. 25 makes it four. Okay, but, again, I'm calling it. I think Kiwani's going to turn it over at least twice here in the second half. I like it. Somehow. I like it. They're running left here. I think they're going to have to oh, throw it to them. Oh, oh there it wow. goes. comes right to attacker outside shoulder. We're just not taking good angles. We can caught him for big loss as a penalty. We are just not blocking back on them, Coach, Coach Smith. We've we got to take better angles on tackles. We have to. Snap went over the head of Bruno. Luckily, there to pick up the uh, bad snap. Went right, to his Patterson. Went yeah. right into his hand. So the block in the back is going to be the penalties on the 45. So that's really going to mark it back. Good break for us. Now, capitalize on this. It's time to capitalize on their mistake. Ten-yard penalty is going to take it all the way back into Kiwani territory at the 45. The first down marker is on the 30, so that is a 25-yard. Now, that is definitely the first and a perfect yeah. move. That's the true first and perfect move. <laughs> that's, that's even farther than a country mile. That's that's a perfect move right there. Ooh, almost a snap on Bruno's head again. He does bring the snap down and hand it straight ahead. Gain of about a yard and a half. I'll make it second and 23 and a half. In there to make the stop is Rhett Willett. And also looked like getting in there was Aiden Davis, maybe. Yeah, Trevor Snyder was in on that tackle, too, I believe. Trevor's a, Trevor's a strong kid, too. You talk about he's not a very tall kid, but, man, he's strong. Unless they break off one of those big 70-yard runs again, I, I just I don't feel like Kiwani can run can actually run the clock out here in the second half. They're going to have to either throw the football or just try to limit Titans to, you know, three scores in the second half instead of the four that they need. Second and 23. Bruno takes the snap. Prentice, or Patterson shakes a man at the line of scrimmage. Squirts through at the 40, 30, or 35-yard line. That makes it a very manageable third down. Third and five for Kiwani. Third and six for Kiwani. You remember us talking about tackling the the game? Mm-hmm. Well, we got to tackle better. we got to take better angles. Get your head across. Good form tackling. Third and five, they're going to call. Third and a long five here. Titans still need to get a stop. 35-yard line of Thomas Roseville. That was a huge second down game. If you're, here's the thing. If you're Kiwani, you're up 25 points. This is four down territory inside the Porter. So you've got to make two stops here. Bruno 
Side card to his right, and a man behind him. That's to catch the high snap up there. Back to pass is Bruno. Under pressure. Green pass. Caught. Move put on. Trying to get to that oh. down monitor, and he gets there. First and ten on the screen pass. Wow. He lowered his shoulder and hit Aiden Davis. Who was that? Josh Nimrick wow. caught the screen pass and, and put a little move on a couple of Mama Throwsville fights. He took a good aim. He caught it and then spun back and then put a hit on Aiden Davis. Lowered his shoulder. That's old school football right there. First and 25 to a first and 10 inside the 34 Kiwani. That is, and that's we got to capitalize on our mistakes. Mm-hmm. We didn't right there. Poor tackling. That's exactly what that was. That whole, this whole series. Eight twenty-eight to go, third quarter. Bruno taking his time, taking all of the play clock, most of all of the play clock. Takes the snap, rolling right, looking to throw, looking right, looking to throw. Through oh. the hands of the receiver, she didn't throw for being under pressure and. Blake Johnson through the hands of Blake Johnson. That was a nice play there by Bruno on the run. That was a nice throw from the run. Is right where it's supposed to be. It's a tough catch. Yeah, Johnson came back for the ball like you're supposed to do, but it just kind of squirted through his hand. Kind of make it second and ten. Is there a flag on the play? Yeah, that's going to go against uh, the Boilermakers. I was looking down the field, didn't see the, the hanky on the field there in the backfield. It's a five-yarder. I wonder what that could have been. That's not holding. I don't know. Our Coach Smith saw what that was. I don't know what that was. Was that penalty? Legal oh, penalty. Uh, man downfield. That's the second time that the Boilermakers have been caught on that tonight. First and 15. And off the clock with 8-12 to go third quarter. Bruno again out of the shotgun. Sidecar left and a man behind him, which has come in handy on some high snaps. Oh, another, another flag on the play. It's going to be another five-yard. I have no idea who this is going to be on. Encroachment on Monmouth Roseville? It sure is. Oh, wow. Five yards right back. It'll be first and ten. Caden uh, Rogers, our, our, uh, our stat man to the max, Probably has ran out of pencil or, or ink over there. On the, they keep the track of penalties over there. First and ten. Done a ton of them tonight. This might be one of the ugliest football games that I have seen with penalties and, and uh, turnovers. Drop passes by both ball clubs. Oh, absolutely. It's just not pretty one. That's when you just burn the game. Film. It's hot and it's early. That's <laughs> season. Bruno back to pass, under pressure, down the right side, throws it up for grabs. He's got Johnson just out of his reach. Oh boy, he had a step on hold on the right sideline. Yep. Ooh, boy, good thing that was overthrown. Uh, he, uh, he had it. He's lucky to get rid of the ball. Max Cole was at an angle on him and, and got loose. Almost hit the quarterback. Second and ten. Stop the clock again. I don't. I just don't. I don't think they're going to be able to run the clock out on us. We're going to have to try to maybe get a pick here or there and. The clock's going to be stopped a lot here in the second half. Second and 10 with 8.07 to go from the Titans. 28 is Kiwani trying to add on to this 25-point lead, 27-2. to Bruno has a sidecar left and a man behind him, which is Patterson. Keontas Patterson is behind Bruno. 
actually caught a couple of high snaps. Bruno does give to Patterson. Got a block. That's a hole. There's a hole. I, I've seen it. That's coming back. Nope, that's a hole in the backfield. That's coming back. Nice gain down the left side by Patterson. Had plenty enough of the first down, down near the 10-yard uh, line. It's a hole. Yep, I've seen it. That's coming back. Flag is laying at the 32-yard line. Well, I'm glad they saw it. I might have had to go down there and throw my wallet on the field or something. I think they may have heard Coach Smith up here yell. <laughs> and that is going to mark it off from the 32-yard line back to the 42. First down marker sitting on the 19-yard line, so 23. Second and 23. That qualifies for a Farfrick Nugent as well. Now... We let them off the hook on first and 25. We'll see if they get a stop here. And the good thing is, 7.50 left on the clock. We've only been only been in action of well, not even five minutes yet here in the second half. Feels a little longer than that, doesn't it? It certainly does. A lot of penalties. Nothing over your head here. Okay. Nobody in the backfield with Bruno. Trips right, two receivers left. How much pressure? Get big, Ben. Get big, Ben. Get big. In the middle. Caught at the 40 by Johnson. Tackle from behind. Boy, if he would just would have reached up and poked it, I think he'd have poked it over here. Let's just over here. We got a little extra action here. And they're rolling around. Yeah, uh, down on the, that's way behind the play. For Kiwani, that is, um, that is Blake Johnson. Got tied up over there with five of them. Yeah, now he's limping. Man. Oh, John, Jordan Johnson's limping off to them. And Jordan Johnson's limping off following the uh, pitch and catch. He gets. Score is third and nine, so he got a good 14 yards on that play. Water break, because I didn't see a timeout here. I think they might be taking a water break here, maybe cooling some tempers off as well. We're going to keep it here with 7.07 to go in the third quarter. 27-2, Kiwani leads Monmouth Roseville. Heat is uh, maybe starting to get to players on both sides here. Need a stop here for the Titans on third and nine. They had him on second and 23. Gave up a 14-yard play to uh, that guy again, Jordan Johnson. has a couple touchdowns in the first half. First two touchdowns of the ball game. Screen pass. Took it 24 yards to the house to, to uh, start the ball game and then a pick six. Bruno tonight with, uh, what, two touchdown passes. He had four all of the spring. And a pretty solid job tonight. Yeah. Made some good plays. I think this is uh, yeah, still timeout, three timeouts up on the board for both. So still water timeout here after uh, a couple guys got tied up there in the backfield. Blake Johnson got tied up with uh, Silas Braun, which I know Braun wasn't in the starting lineup on defense, but it's been kind of a war of attrition here. So Sir Silas took a turn, maybe give somebody a break there in the defensive backfield. I don't know if Kiwani saw that. Maybe uh, let's take advantage of getting a good solid block on the other team's quarterback. Senior Cody Wilcox is in there. Let's see if he can wreak some havoc in the backfield. Third and nine. Got to get a stop here. Four down territory for Kiwani. Inside the 30 to 28. Bruno. Next. And there's another screen pass. All kinds of room there for Kiwani. Outside. Great job. job. Straight with that on the far side. It was Charlie Fletcher. Great job getting outside. Great job by Max Cole. I know it was a screen, but Max is fast. Max made him throw a little quicker than he had to. One Fantastic one. tackle by Charlie Fletcher. We need that every single play. 
Patterson has done a pretty good job of eluding tacklers tonight, and I'll tell you what, Charlie did a nice job. He did a head take in. Charlie didn't bite on it. Charlie tackled out his shoulder. Fourth and eight now for Kiwani. Taking a hold bunch of time here. I think they're going to wait, maybe run the clock down, and then take a timeout and talk about this fourth and eight. Fourth and seven, really, is what they got up on the board. I can just probably a, it's a good play here for now they come to the line. That was a ton of time in the in the huddle. I thought they were just gonna maybe take a time out, let as much clock run off as possible. They could take this. Yeah. And the Titans jump. And it's no. gonna make it Are you sure? Yep. And it's going to make it fourth and two. two. Fourth and three. Yeah. Five yards off Mama's uh, We got another situation there. as the back. We just, got another situation there. You don't need to jump on that. No. No. Um as the guy was counting in the back, almost close to the right of the game. You don't need to jump ever, but that's something you'd cover with in film. Say, hey, look, really, we got to relax on this because they're probably going to get a delay game here. Fourth and two. Need a stop. Straight ahead. And getting to the edge, into the first down. Cutting back as Patterson stays in bounds. Great job inside the five, down to the four. They're going to say he's at the five. First and goal to go for Kiwani. This, on this drive, there is a first and 25 and a second and 23. Can't give that up. Some tired, and uh, we were talking about first half, um, Kiwani's defense on the field a long time. The second half has been the exact opposite. Mama's Roseville's been on the field a ton of time here. The, the defense right. has been on the field here a ton of time. Absolutely. Got a... Text in from Jack Thompson, listening out in Arizona. Uh, said they need uh, I miss me some, Jack some big plays, he said. Needs a big play. Miss watching that athlete for Mama Throws. Only had fun watching him the last couple of years on this tight football team. Up ahead, Patterson takes it off left tackle, trying to get to the end zone, and he is in. Patterson is in from five yards out. That makes it 33-2. to two. Patterson with his first touchdown of the ball game, uh, he's had he's had a nice game. He's he's gotten we talked about we've talked about some Titan running backs through the years that get the tough yards. Patterson has gotten the tough yards tonight. Absolutely, five yard run for Patterson makes it thirty three to nothing. Pending this extra point from Brady Clark, four fifty three to go here in the third quarter. Clark on. The hold is Patterson. Hold is down. Kick is up. And this time, Italy. he just squeezed Italy. it through. It was literally maybe three feet above the crossbar. But nonetheless, Clark's kick is good. That makes it 34 to 2. We'll take a 30 second break here on Sunny 97.7 WMOI. Back here at Kiwani High School, that touchdown is sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. The kickoff for the Kiwani Boilermakers, sponsored by Farm King. For over 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay for the agriculture community in Macomb and throughout west central Illinois and eastern Iowa. 34-2, Titans trail the Boilermakers with 453 to go. You know, you brought up Jack Thompson. I remember Jack Thompson's pass to Carter Russell last year at the end of the season. Remember that? There's certain plays I remember 
you know, as a coach and, well, you know, as a spectator. And that, that's what I remember. I, I don't think I'll ever forget that one. It was a fun one to watch. Dropped it kind of right over Carter's head, kind of <laughs> do one of those little bobble things. Yeah. Took it into the score. It was a fun one. Kicked by Clark. Taken by Chandler at the 20. Out to the 30. 35. Still on his feet. Still a good job catching in the air. Good things happen catching in the air. Looks a lot, uh, the kick returners look a lot smoother the last couple yeah. of times. And we've had some practice. Yeah, <laughs> just going to say, the last couple of times, out of the five or six kick returns we've had to do. 448 to go, Mama throws a little football at the 36-yard line, about a 16-yard return for Derek Chandler. 34-2 well, with, with uh, just under five minutes to go. Now you just want to get some positive energy going into week two uh, next week. Sure. No injuries. Right. Positive energy. Yep. Braun gives to Chandler. There you go. That's a good run by Derek Chandler. Stays on his feet all the way out yep. over the 45-yard line near midfield after the 49. So about a 6 or uh, 13-yard run. Or Chandler. Nice quick hitter. Now he gets a little, a little empty. But uh, I like that. Hits a whole hard. Keeps his yeah. feet driving. Maybe cramping or it makes the shot leg. I think it'll be fine. But now they say he got all the way out to the 50. So first and 10 from midfield is Mammoth Roseville. Braun. This time we'll keep off the fake. Braun at the line of uh, right at the line of scrimmage and met there by um, nice tackle there by Con- Conley. Yeah, good good wrap up tackle. Five eight. 170 pounds, and just looking at his size, his little rocks are about as big as my waist, probably. He's a little rock. Holy cow, did he uh, just come up and stick a face mask right in. Silas Braun, who goes, what, six foot 190 right in his chest. Yeah, thought, thought, thought he might win that battle, and then he did a lower center of gravity on him. Second and 11, loss of one on the play for Braun. Silas takes the snap quickly out to his right, right over the head and through the hands of Charlie Fletcher, and that's the second time Fletcher has come down. I don't know if that's a, a, a calf. I thought maybe it was an ankle uh, before, but that might be a calf, especially with the heat tonight. Uh, I think the way he's off is a calf cramp. Yeah. I think I'd get him out of there. Third and 11 now. Clock stop with 332 to go. I pull Charlie out and let him, let him stretch that. 32-point lead. Once you get to the 40-point mark, you uh, have the running clock. I'm, I'm curious uh, if Kiwani scores the next time, if they'll go for two just to get it to 40. I, I, I wouldn't blame them. Save injuries in a heat game like tonight. I wouldn't doubt them a bit to go for two on their next touchdown, should the Titans not score. Now, straight ahead, no game on the play. For Chandler. Now he gets one. So back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and ten. I am going to guess the punt team will come on. Yeah, it's like punt team's coming on on fourth and ten with uh, just over three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Thomas Roseville plays on Saturday next week. Got one of their Friday night game moved. That's another one of those issues with just not having enough officials. Now, Charlie Fletcher's got to try to punt with a bad calf. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned on this. And a oh, nice punt kick. It's going to hit at about the 25 all the way down to about the 10-yard line. He got down at about the 11. 
And Braun gets tied up again with another uh, uh, player for the Boilermakers. That's uh, Alex Dorte, but they both got up, patted each other on the head. Good hard football play. First and 10 from the 11-yard line, 12-yard line. The Boilermakers with 2.39 to go in the opening week. Uh, again, it's Monmouth Roseville and Spring Valley Hall next Saturday at Monmouth Roseville High School for the home opener. 6 o'clock kickoff, 5.43 game show here on Sunday 97.7. What was Hall doing tonight? Hall was getting beat by Oregon 13-7 at the half. Low scoring game. No. Haven't seen a, uh, a update on that Rockridge-Princeton game. That was 28-0 Princeton at the half. Uh, even after they lost the Warrells kid, Rondé Warrells, looks like Princeton's got another solid ball club. Yep. Straight ahead for uh, Nimrick. Don't say that name. Nice job, Logan Bradshaw, staying home. Logan broke down on a tackle. And you, it's hard to coach that, kids, because they want to make a big hit. They see in the NFL, you know, he broke down and made a great tackle. Then another guy get outside him. Gain of, they're going to call it two on the board. We'll call it second and eight on the board, right closer to nine. Two minutes to go, clock moving. Wilbur, another quarterback for Bordermaker, still in the ballgame. And to get a straight ahead to Nimrick again. That's a good, solid running back to just at least try to run off the fire. He's going to make me look like uh, like I don't know what I'm talking about because Nimrick's going to single-handedly try to run the second half out. He's a big, strong kid. Well, not big, but he's 5'9", well, 205. That's, that's solid. That's a solid fullback type running back there. Gain out to the 19-yard line, so that makes it third and three for Kiwani. With a minute and a half to go here in the third quarter. Fourth quarter here for Monmouth Roseville. We're going to. It's always, always kind of a gut check time when you're down that many points with a quarter to go. Maybe, I mean, it's week one, but you're almost kind of playing for your position here in the fourth quarter. Bruno. Looks like he might have turned the wrong way. He gives it to Nimrick. He's down the left sideline. The loose is going to be taken down finally by Rhett Willett all the way out over the 40-yard line, so a 20-yard-plus gain out to the 45, so a 26-yard uh, gain for Nimrick. Talk about two positives happening there. One, Logan Bradshaw turned his guy inside out, inside, because he, he, he gets out here, he's gone. The second thing, Rhett Willett was outweighed by maybe 90 pounds on that guy, <laughs> and Rhett Willett helped bring him down. Rhett's not afraid to get his nose in there. Comes from that wrestling background. First and 10 for Kiwana. They move the sticks with under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Now, you don't cut it back and somebody else missed their assignment, but. Now, I guess you went out of bounds on the far side, so that's that's why we have a stop clock. Okay. Bruno taking all the time he can here. With even with the clock not pooping, I guess you don't really need to, but Bruno. Straight ahead to Patterson. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Gain of a couple there. Oh, you like big Cody Wilcox trying to throw Patterson down, and Wilcox loses his helmet. Uh, first time Cody's lost his helmet. Cody said, you're not going anywhere. Just big bear hug. And 
Now, I, I know there was a helmet issue for a number of teams around the state of Illinois yeah. trying to get helmets yeah. in the off season, and I know uh, Monmouth Roseville was one of those those schools that, that had some a late shipment of helmets coming yeah. in. And I wonder if that's maybe got something to do with I, as many helmets as we've had pop off. The good question. You know, I know Coach Adelson told Mr. Stromquist and I, "Hey, if the helmets come in, let me know." They came in. He's at practice. <laughs> I put them in my truck. I ran them out to practice and get there as fast as I could so we could get them going. I know Abby and Avon, they had a heck of a time getting their, getting their helmets in. Yeah. They finally got them in really late. Supply issues all over. Brutal. Lose the Max sack by Max Cole and gets down the sideline. That's the first down, I think. Yep, and, first down. Yeah, first down, and that will run out the clock here in the third quarter. So once we get back after the break, it'll be first and 10 for Kiwani at the Mount Roseville Titan 40. End of the third quarter, it is the Kiwani Boilermakers 34, the Monmouth Roseville Titans 2. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Kiwani High School as we get set for the fourth quarter. It's been all Kiwani Boilermakers. I would say from the very outset that the, uh, this game started with Monmouth Roseville getting a stop. I believe it was a three and out. If it wasn't, it was really close to a three and out on Kiwani on their first drive. And then Monmouth Roseville took it right down the field inside the 10. Through, uh, through an interception to Brady Clark. And then uh, uh, they took it out to the 46. I think they scored on that play. Or, no, we, we stopped them again. But uh, first quarter wasn't really bad, so there was about two minutes to go. And then Kiwani scored two touchdowns within a span of 10 seconds. And, uh, boy, it's been all Kiwani since then. That was just one of them you know, shots early in the ballgame you just couldn't recover from. Apparently, apparently couldn't recover from. First and ten here for Kiwani at the 39-yard line once we get started here with the fourth quarter. Kiwani methodically running this clock out on the ground, which I said I didn't think they would be able to do here in the second half. Big dose of Nimrick and a few Patterson runs here and there. Patterson's in the backfield with Bruno back to pass as well. Over the top, going for Jordan Johnson. What a great catch at the 12-yard line. This I, he reminds you of Jumani's Oh, my gosh. What a great Good play. That was, that was not terrible coverage. No, not at all. For Derek Chandler down no. there. And actually, I kind of had the feeling that Jordan might have pushed off a little bit. Not enough to get a flag, probably. Yeah. But he had his arms out right stretch there. And then what up? What great focus and great handle. All right. You got to give his hats off to that kid. Absolutely. And have uh, Derek guard him pretty well. Like he said, that's solid coverage. That's just an athletic kid. You gotta you gotta do everything you can perfectly regarding him. Twenty six yard throw from Bruno to Jordan Johnson. And a wheel of the ball game tonight. Got a pick six, got a touchdown, first touchdown of the ball game. Bruno now, now if you're Molly Rose, you don't know what's coming. You think they were gonna try to run the clock out and then they do throw something like that, there's you. Keep you on your heels. Patterson takes the handoff for Bruno. Lloyd's attack right in the back in the backfield. And then takes a pop there. About the 10-yard line after about a two- or three-yard gain. Uh, yeah, Tyler's got to break down. I was just thinking what Coach Smith said. <laughs> Tyler's got to break down and make that tackle. Tyler Fenneke needs to break down and make that tackle. He was in there. And, and Nimmer's a kid that can big kid, but he can still turn on a dime. Second and six now for Kiwani. Appreciate, you know, he, he's like Max Cole. He's getting in there fast, but now you get a breakdown. Definitely the effort there, just down to a technique thing. That technique, right, breakdown. Inside the 10-yard line, again, I'm kind of curious whether Kiwani's going to try to go for two here. I would on a hot night like tonight, try to get this thing to 40. 
Patterson, big hole up the middle. He's going to take it into the end zone. Nine yards out. Patterson with his second touchdown here of the second half. Now we'll see what Kiwani decides to do with a 38-point lead. 40-point gives you the running clock. Interesting decision here for the Boilermakers. I, in a, on a hot night like tonight, week one, there's no way I'm not going for two here. Try to get this thing to 40. I mean, that's just, sure, it's not rubbing, it's not rubbing it in. I'm just trying to keep that my team healthy. And I think they're going to go for two because I don't see, uh, no, Doug Clark's out there. No, they're going to go for one. Huh. Well, maybe. Maybe, I guess. They do this swinging gate, whatever you want to call it. Right. Nope, they're going for two. Direct snap, now, now reverse to Hendrick, and he's going to throw. He's got a man wide open for the touchdown, or the uh, two-point conversion. I didn't see who caught it on the far side, but Hendrick with the uh, nice toss there in the back of the end zone. Now, that was a great play, fun to watch and stuff for their fans, but do you want to give that play? I know you want to get to the running clock, but do you want to give that play up early in the season? Because that will be on every film that everybody watches. Yeah, that's actually a great so, point for down the road. I don't know. I don't know. Plays yeah, because you know they'll watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I would have just done something. Uh, call your call your offense. Uh, yeah, right. And it's 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 three yards. Yeah. yeah, you didn't have to get fancy there on three yards. And like I said, it puts something on tape for somebody that plays Kiwani down the road. Or you can look at it. Hey, this is something else that team has to prepare for. True. That's I mean, very true. Back pocket. You, you want them to know about variation off of that. Do you want them to know about it or not? That's, I guess your key. All right. See, I'm something about. I love the game of poker. Sometimes you make it. Seem like you did yeah. something stupid when really maybe you're setting up something down the road. Yeah. Ah. Who Why can't everyone a poker? Forty-two to two. It's a forty-point bulge now. So following this kickoff, we'll have a running clock here for the entirety of the fourth quarter with ten twenty-nine to go. Forty-two to two. Countless Patterson second touchdown of the second half. Last score we had from United and Anawan Weathersfield was, uh, what did we have from Anawan Weathersfield? 26 to 6 at the half. Uh, Anawan Weathersfield losing United. That was a 12 6 game at the end of the first quarter. So, well, touchdowns in the second quarter by Anawan Weathersfield. First time anybody's, anybody's had to play Anawan Weathersfield without Colton Cogliano for about four years now. So, oh, that name. <laughs> I would hate to have coached against him and played against him. And dropped by Derek Chandler, picks it up. It's out over the 25-yard line, up to the 28. So it just had, had good returns. We just have not fielded anything really clean. Very few things clean. That touchdown was sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Kick off from Farm King. For your over 40, 55 years, Farm King has been a mainstay of the agriculture no. community. Is that Farm King? Is that a new ad? New it's sponsor a new, new sponsor for kickoffs, yeah. I love yeah. Farm King. I've been going there for years. They have uh, helped me with a lot of home projects on at least yeah. one of my five trips per project. I have to go out to Farm King. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> Braun gives straight ahead to Derek Chandler out over the 30-yard line. Gain of four or five there for Chandler, probably close to four. With nine and a half minutes to go. And again, running clock here for the entirety of the second half. 42 to 2. I'd like to see the Titans get something on the board here. Call the game at four. Second and picked up to the 32 yard line for, for uh, Derek Chandler. Trips right. 
State on receiver lap for Mom and Roseville. I just noticed over there, I thought, I seen a flag go, but they're throwing a beach ball around in the student section. Oh, all the right line, just over the head through the outstretched hands of Logan Bratch. Logan Bratcher, he had a double coverage down there. That was good double coverage there by Kiwani. Yeah. They're tired of looking making plays. And now, again, Logan's got to run all the way back to the huddle on a night here in the fourth quarter. But send somebody else on that sideline pattern. Tanner Rico in the game. See what Tanner can contribute. Tanner, a, uh, what's Tanner? 54? Yeah, he is uh, a junior. 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 Class of 1,185 pounds. Clock is running after the incomplete pass with a 40 point gain. The pitch. There you go. To Derek Chandler. He's got a first down at the 40. Puts a move on the 45 50. Oh, there you go, Derek. Pushed out of bounds at about the 46 yard line. Good run there from Derek Chandler. Of course, we haven't seen our stats yet from our stat guru, Caden Rogers, but uh, I'd like to, I, I'm kind of anxious to see what kind of the yeah. Derek's got tonight. Caden is the stat guru. Guru. Right. Oh, we guru. He helps us out. Thank goodness for him. We've had him for a season and a half, I think, now. His, his stats are, I would say, what, 87.5% more accurate than either one of the few I have done in the past. Way better than mine. Well, I'm down the left side. Complete to Charlie Fletcher at the 39. Right. Turns and gets about another yard, not quite the first down. Yeah, he's doing about a yard short, maybe a yard and a half short. Got a nine-yard pitch and catch there from Braun to Fletcher. Second and eight, gain of, or second and two, gain of eight. Just inside the 39-yard line of Kiwani with 7-19 to go. Yeah, I want to stick one on the board here. Yeah. Get a good feeling going into Spring Valley Hall next week. This field with uh, at least a whew, he split way out here. That's yeah, on the far hash, and Ashton Toll is nearly here on the sideline. Here comes Braun trying to get to that right sideline. Put a little move on there. It's a there you go. Hey, that's, uh, that's what he's calling an ankle breaker yeah. there. Wow. Silas with a little shake and bake there. It's the first down. The kids call it the ankle breaker. <laughs> the kids call it an ankle breaker, what, 15 years ago is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just now uh, getting. 15 years lingo. Inside the 30 down to the 28 yard line. Good run there by, by Silas. Nice job, Silas. Maybe seeing some things uh, that uh, we might be able to do. Kevin uh, Robolorio coming off the field. No. Kelvin Robolorio. And the give. Brett Willett. Brett Willett. There you go, right? Nice little game. Boy, he made a nice little sidestep move He's there. He's a quick little kid. And ended up getting about a five-yard game that it could have been maybe one or two. Boy, he made a nice little side lateral move there. I like this. I like giving – he's a quick kid right now, putting him in the game, giving Derek a little, some, some rest. Yeah, this is when injuries happen, when kids are tired and, right. and they're spent right now. I mean, spent. Exactly. I don't think you can rotate enough at this point. 40-point game. You have a Saturday game. You do have an extra day of rest. That's good. Hey, well, again, burst through down to close to the 30-yard line. Inside the 30 is the, the near referee's got him. Just a just a touch short. It's going to be third and one. Jexel Riviera just put a hit on a kid. 19-yard line, not 29-yard 19-yard line. Jexel's not a big kid. 5'9", 140. I've heard good things with yeah, him the, uh, at the JB level. Yeah, he's a good kid, but... 
third and one. I think that's something we've done a little bit better tonight, too, is, is run short yardage. Way better than we did. Oh, good good fade. Good fade from Silas Braun. He's going to lower his head and get the first down inside the 15. Boy, he did lower his head there. He did. And he got up and patted the defender. Uh, you can see which one, which number the defender was. 45? I don't have a 45. Uh, 45 on the roster either. Yeah, he, he got up after he put the stick on him. He jumped up, patted him right on the helmet. That a boy. 26 to 12. It is Anwan Weathersfield leading United in the fourth quarter. Uh, Vanessa Weatherling has just informed me that there's been, we thought we had a lot of penalties in our game tonight. 24 penalties in the Anwan Weathersfield United game tonight. Oh, wow. And it is 26 to 12, Anwan Weathersfield in the fourth. 425 to go here. 42 to 2. Braun looking down the left side. Nice catch by Max Cole inside to get him at about the five. That was a little behind Max, and he adjusted and made the catch. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, it's times like this, and you coach this game forever. It's times like this where you earn yourself some plays. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the way you got to look at it every time you run from the sideline out for that huddle. Absolutely. My chance to get some playing time. Mrs. Morrison just had a really good point. we got to give these cheerleaders a shout-out. They are doing a fantastic job. They're loud. They've got a lot of energy. So hats off to our cheerleaders. And uh, actually, after this play, we'll name we'll name our cheerleaders. Perfect. You're gonna name them. I'm gonna give them each a name. I'm gonna give them each a name. Second and one. Brett Wood around the end. Get to the end zone. Brett and Cole. He's spinning it. In. <laughs> we got we got some excited parents down here. It's great. Just short of the end zone, down to the one yard line. First and goal to go. I say give it to him again. You know, I feel pretty confident having Ashton Tawater because he's got his mother's athleticism. Thank so goodness. Let's, let's, yeah, thank goodness. Let's hope. Thank goodness. Get Ashton open on a slant to get a touchdown. <laughs> he had a touchdown, I think, in the first game of the season yeah, last he year. He got the very yeah, first, first, first touchdown. touchdown. The listeners don't know that Jack and Amy are right below us. <laughs> they can hear us. Jack's ignoring us, though. Well, let's, oh, boy, he's taken down by, uh, boy, that's a big fella for Kiwani there that, that uh, 70. What do we got? 78, Dan Boswell, sophomore, a sophomore, 6'1", 305. Remember that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loss on the play of about a yard. It'll be second and goal from the two as we have two and a half minutes here. <clears throat> Just up on the board. And now's when it's, see, this is the trouble, this, this is the trouble that we had last yeah. year. We, we got to punch it in. We got to punch it in. Second. And goal from the two. Willis is in the backfield with Braun. Trips left on the short side. Watch Braun pulls it. Oh, now it's going to option right to Willis. Racing to the end zone. Rhett, did he get in? I haven't seen any signal yet. Oh, come on, Rhett. Well, Braun thought he was in. I see him raise his hands. I was waiting for the officials, and it, they did not. Literally inches from the goal line here. It's third down. Third and goal. No, fourth down. Excuse me. No, it's third down. The board's got fourth, but the sticks down here have yeah, three. Third. Yeah, it's third down. With under a minute 40 to go. Quickly give, uh, I'm going to give our, our cheerleaders names. Kinsley Babcock, Adriana Butler, Alina Juszczyk, Molly Matten, Cameron Olin, 
Quinn Ramos Noel and Michaela St. George. That's your cheerleaders for Monmouth Roseville. Braun trying to set up the end. Braun is in from the one yard line with 1.21 to go. Braun in from the one. A touchdown sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768 2697. Finally, they get to sponsor a tight touchdown. I like it. First of many this season. That's right. Oh, right. and powers it in from the one. I think Monmouth Roseville. Well, who, what, who did uh, uh, Kevin Perry say? Jexel. Jexel Rivera can kick a little bit, but they're going to go for two here. Yeah. It's 42 to 8. Maybe run some trick play like they did Kelvin. on Kelvin. Oh, boy. Going to take a timeout. Yeah. Uh, uh, something yeah, something. I don't know if it's Kelvin, but something's confusing out there. Where Kelvin Revolorio is kind of running in circles there. Do you want to give uh, Tinkins Electric time out? And then I would love to read this one more time. Absolutely, Tinkins Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust? Call Tinkins Electric at three three five three zero three four. I have literally said Tinkins Electric timeout probably a thousand times in the past nine years. Hey, I want to thank our Feed the Team sponsors one last time. Andy Doyle from Italian Village, Chris Gavin from Patton Block Grill from Brew Pub, Darren and James from Save-A-Lot, uh, Melissa and Mark Anderson family and ADM, John and Jody Chandler family and Georgia Peggy Sprout, Midwest Bank and Midwest Bank Wealth Management, Country Financial with Ben Olson, Ed, Edward Jones, Ryan Painter there, uh, American Metal Buildings Incorporated, McDonald's, Kellogg Printing, County Market, Dairy Queen, Twist, Two Bar and Grill, Spears and Spears, Matt and Brianne Mahoney, Security Savings Bank, Citizens Bank, Lucy Lou's Cakes, uh, Kevin and Leanne Merck, Smithfield Foods, Granny's Dinner Bell, Anthony Catering, Fairway, uh, Eddie B's, and Scott McClinock from the McClinock Law Office. Thank you, guys. They feed the team on Thursdays after practice. Braun, out to his right on the two-point over the head of who's the intended receiver? Max. Charlie, Charlie Fletcher, yeah. Charlie Fletcher down there in the corner of the end zone. Pass is incomplete. So two-point conversion is no good with a minute 21 to go. Uh, apparently the clock stops after touchdown. I didn't think it did, but two-point pass is no good. It is 42-8. It's a lot better than 42-2. Doesn't feel better, I'm sure, if you're down there wearing a tight jersey or a, or a uh, tight coaching polo. But with a minute 21 to go, I, I went too quickly through the uh, cheerleaders here. We'll talk uh, a little bit about the cheerleaders. They're coached by Jenna Benson, your cheerleaders tonight, and uh, for the 2021 season, Kingsley Babcock, Adriana Butler, Alina Juszczyk, Molly Matten, Cameron Olin, Quinn Ramos Noel, and Michaela St. George. Done a fantastic job tonight yeah. in the heat. In the heat tonight. But apparently Kevin Perry said it's much cooler out there than it is up here in this press box. <laughs> I thought you were going to punch a hole in the back of this press box. <laughs> to well, cool it down a little there was a terrible. point there in the first half that uh, I think both of us probably could have punched a hole in the back wall of this press box. But we don't condone violence, so therefore we didn't. Unless it's warranted. 121 to go, fourth quarter. Kicking off for Monmouth Roseville. Kickoff is sponsored by Farm King. Who we got here? Who's kicking off for? Cody Wilcox. Cody Wilcox. Yeah. Think about training on site here. Six three three thirty. Oh, they boot the deep. There you go, Cody. Picked up. 
I mean, there's a lot of kids that, that contributed. Yeah, uh, look at the stats. I mean, I, I take out that 71. He had a minus 7 for uh, uh, number 12 to run the, run the, run the football there for uh, Kiwani. Um, so you're talking eh, maybe a little over about 130, 140 yards. That's not terrible. Yeah, because Patterson did have a good game, too. I didn't yep. mention him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, for Will Bruno, he threw 122 yards worth of passes. Passes. Uh, Jordan Johnson caught 64 of those. What a fantastic talent Jordan Johnson is. Uh, uh, I knew I, I'd heard some good things, read some good things about Jordan coming into the ball game, and and boy, he was he, he lived up to it. It's a good 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 ball game for the wide receiver there for Tuani. For the Monmouth Roseville Titans, looking at their stat sheet, uh, Derek Chandler, 76 yards. He led all rushers tonight in uh, in rushing with his 76 yards. C.J. Johnson had one carry for three and then went out early in the ballgame, talked to uh, Kevin Perry at the half. He was not going to come back. Get an update maybe from uh, Coach Adolson, hopefully sometime next week, and see what C.J.'s status is going into week two. Uh, big part of the big part of both sides of the ball for C.J. is C.J. Johnson. 37 yards rushing for Silas Braun, 17 yards rushing for Rhett Willett. What a nice fourth quarter there to Rhett Willett. Uh, shows some flashes yep. of what he's going to bring to yep. the program in the future. The name we're going to be seeing a lot. Silas Brown, 145 yards passing, uh, 10 for 25 on the night. He he'll he'll uh, he'll be better. I'll put it that way. 145 yards is good. 10 to 25, he will be better down the stretch uh, as, as we go along here. 10 for 25 for Brown, 145. Charlie Fletcher, 36 yards receiving. Derek Chandler, 50 yards receiving. He had that 47-yard uh, uh, little screen catch and run. Kind of got popped out of his uh, hands there. That was a big play there in the first half. Uh, Logan Bratcher had 50 yards receiving. C.J. Johnson had a six-yard catch before he went out. Max Cole had a uh, eight-yard catch as well. So uh, again, lots of receivers getting their hands on the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how many? Derek had 70, 76 yards rushing. Yeah, okay. on 14 Good. carries. That's not bad at all. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. And then 50 yards catching. Yeah, and okay. then uh, yeah, and 50 yards receiving. Two on three catches. So. so. A uh, nice game for, for Derek Chandler tonight. Um, on the uh, scoring plays for the game tonight, Jordan Johnson scored the first two touchdowns for Kiwani. One was a, a 24-yard screen pass from quarterback Bruno, and then he had a pick six 10 seconds after he scored that 24-yard uh, touchdown. And then also in the second quarter, it was Will Bruno to Keontis Patterson. Three touchdowns for Patterson. I forgot he had that uh, three-yard catch there in the first half. So Patterson with Three touchdowns tonight, one receiving and two, two rushing. Cam Conley had a 71-yard touchdown run with four minutes left in the first half. And then the Titans got on the board with a snap through the end zone with a minute to go in the second quarter, got the free kick, and we thought right there maybe a chance for Monmouth Rose to get back in the ball game, and the drive kind of fizzled out. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you hope for those, those mistakes to really go in our favor, and uh, we didn't capitalize enough on them. Second half scoring was uh, the first two touchdowns in the third and fourth quarter. About five minutes to go left in the third quarter. Kelsey Patterson with a five-yard run, and then Patterson again a nine-yard run with about ten and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then uh, Silas Braun had a one-yard plunge there with uh, with a minute 21 going in the fourth quarter for the Titans' only touchdown of the night, 42-8. Your final stats brought to you again by Spears and Spears Law Office as we uh, wait for head coach Jeremy Adelson to make his way up to the booth here as he's... Uh, Trying to find a gate, I think, to get up to us here. We yeah, see him walking right down there on the track. So if you've got your players of the game and uh, your defensive player of the game, we can go to that now if you're ready. If well, you're ready. I, I mean, 
my defensive player of the game, I, I almost want to give the player of the game to two kids, or to one kid, because he had a good a good night on both sides of the ball. So he has to be player of the game. Um, I'm going to give Logan, Logan Bratcher player of the game because he did a lot of good things, made some good catches offensively and defensively. Uh, you know, he, he made... Uh, he made some big play. So Logan Bratcher is our Dairy Queen player of the game. Yeah. So he will get a $5 gift certificate from Dairy Queen to uh, spend at, the, at our local Dairy Queen. And our defensive player of the game? I, I'm going to have to give it to Max Cole because when he came in, he pursued. He got after the ball. He got after the, the, the quarterback quite a bit. Um, and, and I know uh, hats off to Derek Chandler, 76 yards and 50 yards also. You know, he's definitely not on mention in that, but uh, the, those three had, had big nights, I thought. Okay, Max Colby, our defensive player of the game, was sponsored by uh, Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Time for our Security Savings Bank post-game coaches interview. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC, as always, joining us on the post-game show. Head coach of the Titans, uh, Jeremy Adolfson. Uh, we'll start positive. What did you see good tonight? <laughs> I mean, just... It, it was. I, I. I. I hope what the good thing is we have an opportunity to come together a lot tighter, um, you know, the next couple of days and, and get ready for practice. You know, I, I just think, you know, your your night your your nightmare that you have week one was kind of what happened today. You know, we came out, we got to stop. We're moving the ball. We're doing a great job executing. Uh, we don't execute on on a couple different things down there. They end up with an interception. They bring it back. That eventually leads to a score. We get the ball back again. We don't do a great job on the on the kickoff, and now all of a sudden, then we get the, the jet ball, take six, and um, they just have over five turnovers in the first half. And it just every time something was good, you know, even had the big, uh, you know, trick play there that we we overran, executed, and, and you know, it's just it's it's awful when when the night's going is going like I saw it happening before it happened. Like I saw it happening like, right when we broke when that guy was chasing I'm out yep. fifty yards away, and he's punching that baby out like you just. It just it just had that feeling, and, and the thing that was frustrating, and we talked all week, you know, about it, it's going to be the mistake. I mean, one's going to be about the mistake, you know, and Killian has got a pretty good team, um, without a doubt, uh, physical team, for sure. They were, they're the more physical team today. Um, but, but the frustrating part, and I wonder why we get a timeout. I got them in the third quarter. I'm like, guys, look at who's playing for them. Like, every one of their main guys outside of the quarterback was out of the game. Like, they were, I mean, you could tell they were having trouble because they literally had Kids that I'm sure hadn't practiced very much of the first team offense at all out there. Problem is, we're down 27 2. You know what I mean? So if we're playing in the first half and we're executing and we're not having those big mistakes, you know, third quarter, they start having guys cramping up, need to come out, whatever. Like now you're rolling and it's just, it, it's the same story that we're just, when we're not good enough and we were not good enough tonight. We do just a really poor job of putting pressure on the other team, and, and we, I thought we were going to do it. You know, get the stop, three and out, down there inside the ten, and it's a play we have repped and repped and repped, and we had three guys just not execute that play at all. You know, and it's an interception in the end, but there were three things that happened on that play too that were not. <laughs> I was throwing the ball that weren't executed. If we just execute like when when we called that play, we really thought we were going to be able to run it in. Well, we didn't get the end. Field the way that we should have known to get in the field, and, and he was going to let us feel, and we just didn't do it. And now we're throwing over a guy, and then they get the ball behind him. Their kid makes a break in the ball, makes a heck of a play. And yeah, it was just that, that was a story, too, in the first half. I mean, I, I think of the other long pass they had to set up a score over there. Charlie, fantastic coverage. Their kid just goes up and makes a play on it. You know, it, it, 
if we're able to find a way to knock that thing away or he can't bring it down in a great catch, it's fourth down. They're punting again, and that was setting up their third touchdown. We're sitting at you know, 14 nothing, whatever it was at that point. So just there's a lot of those things. We had a couple of those where we had Jordan Johnson covered very well. Yeah, Derek has another look. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Nice play. Real athletic, yep. and he's going to catch the ball if it's in his area. Yep. And, and we, didn't, we didn't have any of those today. We, we didn't have a contested catch. Now, we had some nice catches where we got a little one after catch, but I, I don't think we had a contested catch. Uh, down the field, uh, there in a one-on-one situation, or even deep hole, they had to step on them. It just, it just, we just we were out of sync a little bit all night offensively, and, and that's, you know, it, it's a new team, it's a new season, it's it's easy to happen, but it's you know it's it's why you want when they snap the ball with a punter's head, you want to take advantage of that. Well, actually, right. they did, they still got positive yardage out. You know, we're just we're missing tackles, and we're not touched. We're getting leverage, when we're not touched, and. Um, the positives, we've got some other guys in there got some chance. I, I thought, uh, as far as the bright spot, Brett Willett, man. When, sure. when he was in there, the first play in on safety, he was the fastest-moving guy we had on defense. Cameron made a nice play inside out over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave us some flexibility in the second half once um, and we didn't have CJ you know, after the game got started there. So now we're able to move Derek up because, like, Brett, that safety looks like, I mean, you would have never guessed he was a sophomore. He was fantastic and ran hard for us, I thought. And he's, he's practiced well. I mean, I shouldn't be terribly surprised, but he has practiced like a varsity player this entire time with all the reps that he's got. And, uh, you know, that was definitely a, a positive. And, um, you know, so I'm sure we'll, we'll watch the film and find there were some guys that were maybe better than we thought coming in this and some other guys that either we got to coach them better or we got we to gotta, uh, rest them more. And, and maybe that's maybe that's the key. Maybe we got to look for those guys. Tyler Finnegan came in and did some good things for us. Maybe we got to look for you know, stealing some snaps with some guys that we thought were backups. Maybe they're not backups. Maybe they're guys that need to be in the rotation to keep us uh, fresh. But I um, I was proud of a lot of our, our linemen. Um, Aiden Davis didn't come out to the very, very end there. We thought him. He didn't miss a snap uh, in the first half. Eden Davis, I think, was out for a couple snaps. Trevor Snyder played a ton of snaps out there for us. Uh, Logan Bradshaw played a ton of snaps out there for us. Charlie Fletcher played a ton of snaps out there for us. Like, um, you know, we had, we had to make sure the guys need to eat out of the game, and I'm sure guys were hot and guys were tired, but you just try to reiterate, like, they had eight two eight starters, too. You know, you gotta, sometimes you got to find a way to find a couple minutes. You know, when it's not something serious, you got to find a couple minutes where you can dig in and, and fight. And, um, you know, that, that was a challenge at halftime that, that we, needed to, we needed to be willing to fight, understanding it was going to be very difficult to win. But in the third quarter, I'm like, well, they kind of want us to get back in the game. You know, can we do it? <laughs> They didn't, didn't quite do it, and then they got a few guys back in there, and it made a difference for sure. So we had said something in the second half, uh, actually, I think towards the beginning of the fourth quarter, you know, for you young football players that are listening to the radio broadcast at home, this is how you earn playing time in that fourth quarter, yeah. and you already talked about it. Some guys did. Yeah, no, I, I was very pleased with some kids that, that came in and, and gave us some good snaps. Um, Tanner Rico, another kid, played late there for us, played some defense and some offense, did, did a really nice job. The guy's not getting a ton of reps and in practice, and, and so we got to, we're going to have to evaluate because I tell you what, next week we play Hall, they are going to be physical and they are going to come right at us. If, if we can't find a way to, to stand up to to blockers a little better than we did today in certain situations, it can be very, very difficult, um, as they showed in the team when they just tore us apart at their place and they were nowhere near being one of their teams on our schedule that year, but they beat us worse than they may beat us throughout the, that season. So it's, it's going to be a challenge. Um, you know, looking forward to getting a couple more athletes out there on the field for us. Uh, sure, hoping that uh, CJ's okay when we get him back, and that's that's obviously a, a massive loss. I mean, he's already made quite a few plays in, in the in the short time he got yeah. out there. Hopefully, get him back out there quick. And 
Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm confident that we will execute much better uh, than we did tonight. Tonight was just uh, uh, not not a good one, and then it just kind of snowballed. And when it's week one and you haven't proven yourself yet, it's tough to make yourself believe it's just a mistake, and I'll get over it and I'll move on. One mistake led to the next one, led to the next one. I can't I can't remember all five of the games we played in the spring, but I can't remember maybe a night that we ran the ball any better than we did tonight. Yeah, no, and that, that, was, that was the frustrating thing, that we just just didn't finish, you know, the opportunities that, that you know, we thought we were going to have. Even, uh, I think, our, our our third interception there, I thought it was a great call. It was third and two. We're going to get this first down anyway, so we're going to try to get over the top. And we got three receivers <laughs> that beat their guys, and we just, didn't, didn't get enough on the throw, and the guy makes a play and, and picks it off. But, yeah, we, Derek, I thought, ran hard. Brett gave us some good uh, runs in there. CJ gave us some good runs around. Tyler ran the ball well for us. You know, we were able to do some some good things there. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, and we anticipated that. You know, I, I knew our guys up front would be would be better. But, again, then you're down, you know, 20 to nothing or whatever it was. Like that, well, now they're just teeing off. Now they're just flying at you, and now it becomes a little more difficult. But, but we'll get better. I mean, there's, there's a ton of things for us to learn from. We got a long week here for Saturday. Yeah, extra day. That's good. Um, and, and so, you know, I think we're going to need to spend some time to go through situations more that um, today did us. When I felt like in practice, we didn't. I mean, we had we've been facing nothing but pressure. We we were playing a way more aggressive defense than Kiwani was playing against us. Obviously, the scout team guys. But you know, we put our kids in those situations. We made good decisions today. It just kind of seemed like we got shook up a little bit early and. Uh, and had trouble fighting out of it. All right, Coach, we'll uh, catch up with you next Saturday as uh, we get an extra day to prepare for Spring Valley Hall on Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to it. Like I said, it, it's going to be a challenge, and, and and we've done nothing to make Hall think that they can't come in here and win. I have no idea how they did against uh, Orion today, but they were down at the half, 13-7 to Orion. That's okay. the last score yeah, we got. So, and they're going to be a physical come at your team, so we're going to have to execute, because if you don't, they're the team that, They'll take the ball for eight minutes if, if they can get the ball for eight minutes. They'll, they'll pound away. They got the coach's son's a fullback, and they got a, a really, uh, really talented wingback. Assuming that he stays there, that's the quarterback of the freshman. That uh, could be very, very good. All right, uh, we'll catch up with you next Saturday. Thanks for joining us, coach. Appreciate okay. it. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Um, all right, uh, Jeff. We have uh, we've given out our awards tonight. Uh, uh, we've uh, set the stage for next week. Just get some rest and try to get to the air conditioned. Uh, uh, I think you're going to run downstairs the car get it cooled <laughs> off for it. Exactly. Actually, I, I can from here, I guess. But All right. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back on the air next week on Saturday. It is uh, a 6 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night, 540 with the pregame show at, uh, at uh, Coach Dobry Field. It's the home opener for Monmouth Roseville. It's a full day of football next Saturday. We're going to start in the afternoon. Uh, you and I, Jeff, are headed down to Bigsville to cover the West Central eight-man football, football league game. Uh, last score I got tonight is they were tied at 26-26 with planning in the fourth quarter. Right. Second half, I guess, second half. Uh, so I don't know how that one ended up, but we'll be at Bigsville covering that in the afternoon. And we'll also have the United Red Storm. They play an afternoon game next week. We'll have the Mammoth Roseville Titans at night and also the Mammoth College uh, opener. It's a good great. And I'm going to go to the cross country and watch my daughter on that morning. So Saturday's going to be a fantastic day of athletics for me. Hey, you got to get it in before the snow flies, right? No, don't say that. <laughs> All right, we'll be back uh, next week with some more football in the Prairie Communication Sports Network. I'm Sean Temple. Thanks to Jeff Ewing for, for uh, standing beside me tonight and uh, bringing this ball game to you. Also, thank you to Mark Meyer and Julie Richardson for producing tonight's broadcast. Without them, we are not on the air. So we 
Caden Rogers. Let's give him a shout-out. Caden Rogers for his stats tonight. Stat guru, Caden Rogers, because, again, like I said, his stats are 85.6% better than you and I's are at any point in time. Number changes. <laughs> All right, folks, Till next week, have a great weekend.